house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rush. It felt like I rushed. It was good. I liked it. This is the Big Easy Bets Podcast, and I am your host, Logan. With me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Guess who's back? Back again. Von Brick is back. Tell a friend. Also back with us again, Justin the Russian Concussion Mascaro. How are you? Doing pretty good. And Joseph Ascani, how are you? What up, what up? All right, not the week we wanted. We'll get straight into that. College football, at least. NFL, very good week, um, which we'll get into the whole recap very soon. First things first, um, Again, big thank you to the WPBN guys, the Wolfpack Broadcast Network. We hopped on their stream again. Didn't go super well for me. I don't remember what yours were. What'd you go? One and one. One and one. I went oh one and one. Pushed with Pitt. Um, check out their stream. Really good, really good broadcast. Really good presentation that they have going. We should be on again this Friday. But yeah, episode one twenty four, college football week three, NFL week two. Saints got a huge win. Yeah. A fucking huge win that we had to have. Um, those are the games that piss me off the most because it's like those are the games that, well, one, it's a divisional game, but it's a game you should win, and it's a game that you'll be, we'll be sitting at the end of the year watching. I always, that's what I was saying. We'll watch the Rams and the Niners and be like, fuck, we really need the Niners here so we can squeak into the playoffs. Or in years past when we needed so-and-so to win to get the number one seed. And it's like I remember we needed Seattle one year. And Pete Carroll wouldn't run it from the fucking one-yard line. Yeah. Uh, we needed um, – I mean, last year we needed whatever, either the Niners or the Rams, one of the two to win to get into the playoffs. I feel like we just kept putting – we kept dropping games that we shouldn't drop and then leaving it our fate up to somebody else. So that comeback was incredible. I put – I posted – all, all of y'all need to go out and delete your Jameis posts because people were fucking dragging Jameis Winston through the mud. I could – there was a few plays I felt where he was holding on to the ball too long, but for the most part, it was the offensive line for me. I mean, what were your thoughts? What were the struggles? Just knocking Russell yeah, off? Yeah, play calling was bad. I mean, the offensive line struggled. That's That was what I thought was slowing us down. Alvin Kamara in got the first half, up a little yeah. bit. So yeah. He played limited snaps. They're saying he should be good to go, but we also signed Latavius Murray to the practice squad. So I don't like that. That's not a good sign. Um but, yeah, I mean, I, I think we saw a glimpse of what the offense is capable of on those last two drives. You saw I, I, Alave got it started. Alave got it started with a couple out routes and then started feeding Jarvis Landry, and then Michael Thomas just took the fuck over. So my, Michael Thomas just ate A.J. Terrell's lunch. We've seen him. I, I'm not a believer in A.J. Terrell. Like, call me biased because of the national championship game where Jamar Chase torched him. They're trying to call him, like, a top-five corner in the league. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking think so. Corner is the hardest position in football. You could be the top five. You're gonna get. You're gonna get torched. Look at Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, the best of the best. I mean, I don't know. I don't recall seeing Darrell Darrell Revis get fucking torched that much. I don't know about you, but but I I feel like Jalen Ramsey maybe gets Randy torched. Moss. Mm, yeah, I mean I maybe here and there, but like Jalen Ramsey, the last time he played the fucking Buccaneers, Mike Evans torches him to allow them to stay in the game. Right. Like, I feel like Jalen Ramsey gets caught fucking slipping quite a few times. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, I feel like a win like that's why I kept saying a win like that is more beneficial than if you walk in and beat them by thirty. In my opinion, you find out about your team. You don't roll over. That it to claw back in. It's kind of like LSU. You, like I said with Florida State, the, to put a comeback like that together, although it didn't go their way, to put a comeback like that together tells you something about your team. You're going to fight. You're not going to roll over there when shit gets tough. And then Lutz doinks one, then comes back, hits a clutch field goal. The referees tried to fuck us. What what was the what was the the spike play? He was fucking touched down in bounds. With Jarvis Landry on the sideline, and then Jameis spikes the ball, and it was a ten yard penalty, and I thought it was going to be a 10, 10 second runoff. Intentional grounding. No, I know. Yeah. He was touched down in bounds. The clock should have been running. Who Olave? No, Jarvis Landry. First oh. play of that drive, he throws a fucking gorgeous ball into double coverage that only Jarvis yeah. could go get it, snatches it out right. the air. Well, Jarvis gets touched down inbounds, but then yeah. he gets up and starts running and gets pushed out of bounds as I well. Think, I think it was because we weren't set. No, no. They're saying that the clock was stopped, so it's yeah, intentional you ground. And you can't spike stopped. it when the clock is stopped. But the clock should not have been stopped. He was inbounds. Yes, he was touched inbounds. Oh, I thought they called him in. No, they're saying he went out, oh. but he's clearly touched inbounds. Yeah. I saw it live. That's why I was. And then he gets up and sprints to the line of scrimmage. If the clock stopped, why is he sprinting to go give the official the ball? That's a fucking miscue on their part, and nearly, yeah. nearly, really hurt us. Luckily, the very next play, they go to Michael Thomas or somebody over the middle, and it doesn't matter. And then the Marshawn Lattimore hit. Get the fuck out of here, dude! You're trying to. You're gonna take the game into your own hands as an official and dictate the outcome drastically. Yeah. You you gave them a field goal opportunity when it was a Hail Mary heave. That was fucking horrendous. He got pushed by the other guy. Like I I get it. Don't it's always the guy who retaliates and Lattimore should be smarter in that situation. But don't throw your fucking flag there. Like know the time of the game. That's not worthy of a flag in my opinion. Yeah. Did y'all see uh Jawan Johnson hurdle? I think it was Terrell. Yeah, that was sick. That was that was pretty cool. Well when we were watching it, I was like, he wasn't even like diving. He just no, jumped yeah. over a man standing straight up. No, yeah, that was extremely impressive. It landed like in full stride, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, sometimes they'll get tripped up and, like, land on their head. Yeah, he fucking just walked right out of it. Uh, Yeah, no, that was impressive. He was standing, like, almost directly up. He just walked up to him and jumped over him. Um, All in all, I felt like the defense, it was a subpar performance from the defense and still able to get it done. I think the offense showed us a glimpse of what they're capable of. The fucking Mark Ingram Wildcat call for the two-point conversion was the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, when they lined up, I said, what the hell are they trying That's to a do? Dumb, right? it, well, you're guaranteeing them what you're doing. Yeah. You're saying it. I couldn't believe it. Like, especially when we just marched down there and you got Olave on the out route, which was like his fucking patented route. He ran it all throughout college. It's like you could have done anything, but we've had so much success with that in that game with Taysom Hill. Why would you not put Taysom in and at least right. give the possibility of he could throw it? Mm-hmm. Right. I couldn't believe that. I, I would love to hear the answer. And I, I even tweeted out, I was like, the fact that we made this incredible comeback win is going to take the heat off of Pete Carmichael, and he's not going to have to answer that question. That was fucking terrible. Yeah. It nearly cost us the game. I, 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 I really would like to get an answer from that. I couldn't. I could not believe that. But all in all, a win is a win. It's always hard to win against your division. Atlanta always seems to play us tough, at least one out of the two games. So to go on the road and get the win, first game of the year, got to knock some rust off. I was happy with it, and now we have a fucking huge one week two. So we'll see. Uh, we'll get into that, obviously, as we go. 
But all right, best and worst of the week. Um, we'll do best of the week. My best that I saw was Nate Diaz. Yeah, tapping out Tony Ferguson. That was going to be part of my best, basically to ride off into the sunset. I got so much respect for Tony Ferguson, though, too. Yeah, I do. As He's well. a savage, dude. Uh, his post-fight press conference was really cool, too. I always watch those. Um, he took it in stride. Um, but, yeah, it was cool to see. Yeah, he kind of got fucked. He got the short end of the stick yeah. a little bit. Uh, I feel like it worked out better for Nate in the end because he would have got fucking ragdolled like, oh, like yeah. by Hamzat. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, but, yeah, that was the best thing I saw. If that's the end of his career in the UFC, it was – a remarkable one, always uh, always entertaining. So that was the best thing I saw this week. What was the best thing you saw? Well, it was part of that because um, Saturday didn't go well, so I was in the middle of watching my lock, New Mexico State. It's the last game on, and um, at that point I was 1-5-1. and one, Yeah. And I fell asleep at halftime. It was 17 to nothing, and then I woke up, and it was um, – they were – it was 20 to 13 mm-hmm. and they had the ball and they were moving the ball down the field with yeah. a chance to win the game. Yeah. I was keeping an eye on it. And then I, I was up for the, for the fight as well. So yeah, it was more of a waking up to excitement than yeah. Being doomed. All right, Joseph, what was the best thing you saw this week? That was good. And Nate Diaz, uh, I liked seeing Brian Kelly has a, a good sense of humor. He brought the, Ten dollar bill into the yeah. I tweeted at that. I tweeted at that. that funny. I tweeted at that reporter. I was like, "So you're gonna show up early today? Like you beat a team yeah. by seventy? Are you gonna make it right. on time? Or are you gonna show up early? Right. All right, Justin. What was the best thing you saw? Uh, it was actually today. I saw that Netflix announced that the Redeem Team is gonna have a documentary come out October seventh. The Redeem Team. That yeah, that's the, the one OA. with uh like LeBron, oh, Dwayne Wade, oh, Kobe, awesome. okay. all them. That is cool. Nice. So, yeah, that is cool. Yeah, Netflix is doing those untold documentaries. The one about Manti Teo was their untold series. Uh, they're doing one on Johnny Manziel, which is probably going to be really good. Yeah. When does uh, that? Uh, re- when does the Redeem October seventh? Nice. All right. The worst thing I saw this week. I'm going to play you uh, a soundbite. It fucking takes the cake. It is worse than Jake Paul's baseball swing by far. <laughs> it takes a fucking cake. I was really confused because Appalachia is definitely not a state. This is sure Texas enough, A&M's. I found them, and they're located. Yell rally. Deep, Have you seen this? And I mean, just listen to it. Deep just listen to it. In the backwoods, just like you would think any hillbilly college that names themselves the Mountaineers. They do this yell at the end of everything. That these guys go, get here tomorrow, all right? And they like put their leg behind their leg and go like this. It's horrible. Can barely even read the name on their jerseys, let alone read a map. That it's yell. A shame that the only two brain cells that all these guys have left are gonna get knocked out <laughs> by our wrecking crew defense tomorrow. They got fucking shit on by A and M. The fans <laughs> don't really want to cheer. They're no, no, like, no. They had a video. It's weird crazy. as fuck. So they have like their male cheerleaders are like the pride of like Texas A and M. It's weird. They're called yell leaders. They're fucking losers for one. Um, it's this huge pep rally at one point. They're, like, square dancing and shit and, like, doing some fucking backwoods Texas shit. Um, <laughs> but that's the shit he's But there's, like, another of. dude who gets up there. There's another dude who gets up there on the mic and is talking. Like, they're just – it's so fucking corny. And Texas A&M keeps, like con- – like, Barstool posted it. They contacted them and said, you have to take it down. Like, they keep trying to pull it. And there's this one guy who's made, like, 30 different accounts and just keeps posting the video mm. again. 
that's the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. Appalachian State beat them outright. Unfortunately, you were on A&M. But beat them outright after their fucking pep rally where they're just blatantly, like, calling them hillbillies, calling them fucking having no brain cells to get embarrassed like that. It was the, you got to go find the video. It was the cringiest shit I've ever watched. Like there's some videos that you can watch and you can feel uncomfortable. Like you Mm -hmm. feel like embarrassed. You're in a room by yourself and you're like, (laughs) Jesus. Yeah. Like I'm just going to turn this off. The worst thing I saw this week by far was that. Absolutely. What was the worst thing you saw? I'm sticking to my bets. Um, ground patty. Hobbled ass leg trying to win us the damn game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he freaking throws the game tying touchdown on one leg. It's an incredible throw yeah. and catch because it was highly contested. But then it was just like you felt like we had zero chance in overtime to score. Yeah. With with, with him at quarterback. So J- Joseph, what was the sucked. worst thing you saw this week? Jake Paul saying he would uh Slapped the Stockton out of Nate Diaz. Oh, God. I I'm mean, just sick and tired. I mean, him. in a boxing match, like... Right, he might. I mean, he might win the boxing match, but Nate's... I he's, mean, he's in an actual fight... Old. He's fighting a 47-year-old Anderson Silva. It's like... that's. I think <laughs> that might be a kind of competitive fight. It doesn't fight, matter. But. Can you fight a boxer? No, he doesn't want if to. If he wants then, to be a boxer, then, well, then fight a boxer. But it's like Anderson beat... Who was it? Um, Cesar Chavez. Junior, yeah. Like... Didn't he knock him out? Um, I no. think he just it was a dominant one. Okay. Um So yeah, it's it's as tough as opponent by far, but yeah, no, it, it once he fights a real boxer then the sticks over and all of that. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I, I it it's it's aggravating. It, it is. He's Getting just old. He's not a likable person, obviously. Uh Justin, what was the worst thing you saw this week? Um Probably going back to last night, Broncos getting down to the one or two and fumbling it. Twice. Right, we got to stop doing best and worst right. on games that we're gonna that we're gonna recap. I'm putting that rule in now because that's all I was. We're gonna get to all of that. Oh, are you looking at me? I'm I'm looking. I'm look at Justin. Justin's <laughs> bitch asses. Yeah, we got we. <laughs> that's all shit that we're gonna talk about. Were you on the Broncos? No. Yeah, then it wasn't the worst thing. It was the worst thing I fucking you saw. You were on the Broncos. Yeah, Did you it wasn't the worst it? thing he saw. It was the worst thing I fucking saw. Did you oh. add that game? No, I didn't. Bet oh, because you I still really for you guys too. to win, though. <laughs> well, I. Um, what the hell is it called? Live bet? Where you pick them and then you go on a streak. Eliminator? Huh? Yeah, whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, the, the challenge. Survivor oh, challenge. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I we picked did. the Broncos. Yeah. Yeah, I did as well. Yeah. We both just first time doing a survivor pool, we lose fucking week one. Yeah. Alex <laughs> Oh, wait. No. Fuck, I did too. Yeah. That was one of my three. Yeah, I only did one. Um Damn. I lost two of my three. I did 49ers and Broncos. I did two of them. But yeah, fuck that. That wasn't the worst that was the worst thing I saw, which we'll we'll get to it. Um but yeah, all right. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I think safe to say, I said at the end of last week that somebody was going to be over five hundred in college football. That was false. Um, we are not. We had a fucking not good week. My week was extremely frustrating, though, specifically in college football. So I'll start from the top. Boise State minus sixteen and a half on Thursday. They covered by a half point. Shouldn't have even been that close, but they give up a hundred yard kick return with like a couple minutes left and fucking give them the ball right back. It was almost a disaster. Saturday, Alabama minus 20, bad pick. Honestly, Alabama loses if Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt. Alabama looked like dog shit, doing uncharacteristic, committing uncharacteristic penalties, um, 
Texas's defense played really well, but then Quinn Ewers done for in the first half, and it I mean it it got rough for him from there. Um, but the defense played really well. I was impressed. I, I I feel I do feel like if Quinn Ewers doesn't get hurt, Texas probably wins that football game outright. I feel like it's hard to say otherwise. Arkansas, South Carolina, under fifty three and a half. Looked like it had a it was okay in the very like set halfway through the second quarter, and then shit just opened up. Um, not a good pick. Pitt plus seven, like Nick said. The the we push here. It was a crazy game. Went to overtime. I said it was too many points for Pitt at home, which it was. Keaton Slovis gets hurt early. They got to go to the backup who also gets hurt, makes a heroic play on a bum leg to tie the game. It wait, no, it didn't go to overtime. Yeah, it did. Okay. We were on I was lucky putting the mailbox up. Lindsay's got me out there putting the mailbox up while this shit's going on. We I'm were on lucky that Pitt didn't get the ball first. Yes. Because they would have just had to settle for a field goal and mm-hmm. then Tennessee would have probably won with a touchdown. Yeah. Instead, Tennessee scored first. Yeah, if Keaton Slovis doesn't get hurt, they cover this number. Keaton Slovis, he he had some questionable throws, but he was way more, way more capable than Patty was. Even well, once he, he got, got injured, it was like yeah. there was no chance. Yeah. You talking about Patty or yeah, Slovis? yeah, yeah. Well, but there was a chance though because he even. St- I mean, we were still right there with the, with him on the bad leg. That touch. I mean, it was an improbable touchdown. We got yeah. a little lucky on that one, but, <laughs> but, but you still. just felt. I was like, once they won the toss, I was like. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, Stanford plus nine, and I also had the over against USC. This one really, really frustrated me because this was a good pick. I ha- I, I told you I'm the guy who fucking, I feel like a bet can lose and it'd be the right bet. Um, Nine-point underdogs, they lost by fucking 14, I think. Um, it was two scores. They got the ball inside the five-yard line twice. The first time, they throw a touchdown, and then they go back and review it. He toe-taps in the back corner. They go back and review it, and the very back part of his fucking cleat maybe touches the white line. The ruling on the field was touchdown, and they overturned it and said that he stepped out. His toes hit first, and then his heel barely comes down. There's no way you could say for a fact that that that, that was out of bounds. You got to stick with the call you on the field. Tell. No, it was so like they slow-motioned it. Fucking zoomed in. You could not sell. You could not say for sure. Both annou- announcers were split. They're like, "Well, the, I think you see some green." And then it's like, oh, "I don't know. It's pretty close." It's like, "Yeah." So stick with the call on the field. Touchdown is what the call should be. They lose twenty-eight to forty-one. Uh, so what? Fucking thirteen points. So that touchdown gets taken off the board. That was on like first or second down. So they still have it. Well, then they go throw the other way. Tip ball interception. They get the ball back or they get it back after USC scores because they can't be fucking stopped. Um, March right down the field. Like I said, I thought Stanford would have success on the ground, and they did. They had over 200 yards rushing. But goddamn Emmett Smith's son can't hold on to the fucking football and fumbles on the one-yard line as they get down inside the five again. Either one of those fucking get in, and we cover the number. Over hit, and it was closer than it should have been. There was 14 points left off the fucking field. Um McKee didn't have the best game in the world. I, I was expecting him to have a little bit more success, but this USC defense is not that good. I've watched USC every game now. McKee was 20 of 35, 220 yards of touchdown and two picks. One pick was tipped. Uh, they ran for over 221 yards, though. So, um, 
that it was really frustrating because we should have covered the number there. The over did hit. Then I had Arizona State, Oklahoma State over 57 and a half. Arizona State, which Joseph hopped on this with me, Arizona State had the ball late game, had to put one drive together to go hit the over, and they couldn't do it. Emory Jones is trash. BYU minus three and a half. This was my lock of the week. You had to stay up really late for this one. The game ended at 1.30. You were up watching it, right? Yeah. Because, you, yeah, you said you woke back up. Um, I was struggling for a little bit there. I was dozing off, but I was I had my iPad. I was watching it. And Lindsay's asleep, Breeze is asleep, and I'm fucking – I'm up once they – for, like, the last couple drives of the fourth quarter and then the entire overtime, I, w- I was standing up. Like, I wasn't even – I'm like, I got to get the fuck up. I got to watch. So, um, incredible game, though. Yeah. Really got good, really man. fortunate to cover the number. Because it went back and forth a couple times in overtime. Yeah. So it went it ended up going to the second overtime, and it worked out to where – well, yeah, I remember we were texting about it, and I was like, this or that needs to happen. I have a chance to cover the number. It's probably going to be a push. And then it ended up working out. BYU got the ball first, scored a touchdown, go up seven, and then got the stop. So um, three, four, and one on the week. You've pushed a game every week, which is remarkable. I've pushed two now. That brings me to 9, 10, and 2, and 2, 0, oh, and 1 of my locks of the week. Really frustrating, but it's I had to like tell myself because I felt good going into these games, and I feel like I, I had two. I two. feel like everybody, nobody really did good this week. No. Oh, you're not saying many, just, yeah, Not yeah, even yeah. out of us. I mean, just everybody. No, you'd there. be hard-pressed to find somebody who like felt confident going in and like hit their bets right. like, on a, at a high clip. So it was it was a tough week for everybody, but I did feel good going in. I feel like I got fucking kind of jobbed on a couple of them, so um I had to like make sure like sometimes you want to like reassess and like all right, I got to look at this differently. Like you start feeling squirrely, but it's like we're nowhere near that territory yet. I'm going to just Stay the course. I felt good about it. I just feel like shit didn't bounce my way, which shit definitely didn't bounce your way. So, yeah, um, Vanderbilt plus thirteen and a half. They lost by twenty to Wake Forest. Sam Hartman was really good. It was raining. You added that in, yeah, on, on the record. Yeah. Okay. So Sam Hartman was um, threw for four touchdowns in his first game back. It was raining. The quarterback for Vanderbilt, Mike, what's his Mike, name? Mike Wright. Mike Wright struggled with the rain. He ended up getting pulled, and actually the other guy kind of gave us an outside chance to backdoor it, but um, they ended up coming up short. So lost that one. South Carolina plus 8.5. Arkansas is really good up front. I was surprised by the mismatch that they had in the trenches, especially with them running the football. Rattler, though, is the same old guy. Yeah, he's not it. Arkansas's secondary was susceptible, and that's why I went with South Carolina here. But he missed so many deep ball throws. Oh, my God. And <laughs> the interception in the end zone late yes. in the game, that would have shored up the cover for us. Um, yes. It's just frustrating, that game, because I was losing everything to start. Yeah. I went, like, lost my first five, I think. I haven't had a good start to a Saturday yet. Yeah. And it's so fucking annoying because it sets the tone. I, I keep finishing well which is good. I guess you'd rather finish better than you start. But I wouldn't mind starting good one of these fucking right. days and, like, not hating my fucking Saturday. Yeah. There was three, uh, two three-possession favorites this weekend that lost outright, and I was on both of them. <laughs> um, Texas A&M minus 18.5 against Appalachian State. And Wisconsin. And then Wisconsin. This game was um 
kind of fu- a funny game because Wisconsin was is the much better team here. Yeah. They just had misfortune. There was uh, an instance where they were up four. I think the fourth quarter just started. They got an interception, and you felt like the game, when he catches it, you're like, all right, we have a chance now, mm-hmm. and Wisconsin's going to take over. And the receiver that they were throwing to got pushed out of bounds but fought back in bounds and come from behind and stripped it out. And then Washington State recovered it, and since then – Washington State never lost the momentum. Yeah. Um, Liberty plus six and a half. UAB ran the ball all over him in the first half, and I also was on the over. But UAB couldn't capitalize in the red zone, and Liberty struggled as well. They were both a combined two for six, scoring at all in the red zone. Um, 220 rushing yards by UAB in the first half. Yeah. And they only scored, I think, like, I don't know, seven or 14 points for the whole game. Um, So that's why we didn't hit the over. And then New Mexico State, I told you about this one. I woke up. They started the ginger, but Pavia was the one that saved the day this time. Oh, (laughs) really? Pavia came off the bench and was doing it all himself, running it. No, yeah, he showed flashes in that first game. I was like, we have a fucking chance with this dude against Nevada. And then it was like, I mean, he was on the unfortunate side of a couple tipped interceptions, but he also threw some atrocious fucking decisions. Like, so yeah, but I mean, with the legs, he's tough. He'll take a hit. Like, he's got fucking spunk. That's what I was saying. But he kind of sucks. So, but got it done for you. <laughs> he does. So you went what on the week? Two five and one. Two five and one. But you did hit your lock, uh, Justin. You went two and three on the week. You got any takeaways? Um. Yeah, we had uh pretty. Opposite games, like I, w- I wasn't on any of the ones that y'all were on. Uh, mm-hmm. UCF on. Well, you were really only. Th- oh yeah, you were on three games. Yeah. To, um, with multiple on on two of them. Yeah. So Friday night we had UCF. Uh, that one, that game was just it sucked just because it kept looking like UCF wanted to like get going and then they just never could. So they ended up losing twenty to fourteen, and then Boston College. That was a. That that was just a bad one, Jerkovich or whatever. He fucking sucked. So um, then Oregon State they played Fresno State, two good football teams. Uh, I like Fresno. I like Oregon State. Over hit Oregon State won thirty five thirty two, but uh yeah Fresno's a, a good team. But they lost. Yeah, but I mean they're still pretty good. I like Hainer, but um. They used to have that guy, Ronnie Rivers. He's not there anymore. The he, running back? Yeah, he was good. He's not there anymore. They have good talent at wide receiver, I remember. Yeah. Um. All right. Joseph, you had another another rough go of it. One and three. But you hit yep. your lock. Yeah. That's, it was a good uh, call, too. You went against the grain. Yeah. Money was on the over. Sharp money was on the over. You said, I'm taking the under. There was like 17 points. Yeah, left. that takes balls to, to make that pick. Well, I mean, that's what I predicted. Yes. 13 to 10. Thirteen seven, I think it ended. I thought up it was 10, 10 to 7. seven. Yeah, so right around there. Well, um, well, let's not let's not. No, no, not it's, crazy. it's just it's nice to. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's nice I to have something look happen. good. No, yeah, I There's was. Been I was nothing pulling that for looks you. good about this. So I, it's I, nice I agree. To have one thing that looks. I, good. I agree. I was pulling for you. I was watching it. I was okay. Good call. We're like three minutes left <clears> in the fourth quarter. It's ten to seven. I'm like, yeah, should be okay, but you never know. The first two, Ohio State and Alabama. Probably, probably were were bad picks. Obviously, Alabama was. Well, uh, hi- no, no, no. 
obviously Ohio State was too many points. Yeah, it's too many in points. In hindsight, Alabama's a bad pick. But going into that, you don't think that way. But I'm I, I didn't like, and I'm not harping on your picks. I felt like 43 and a half was way too many. Points. It was too many. I don't so, know what I was thinking. Um, but, but but I mean, I could have gone two and two. Just score another fucking touchdown, dude. For for. The over I hopped oh, yeah, on. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I would have been nice to go even once in college. Well, got well it's only chance. three weeks yes. in. It's yeah, only three weeks happen. in. There's only fucking ten weeks. All right. We're only two weeks in. There's fifteen weeks. weeks at least. Yeah. yeah. And then there's bowl season. I'm yeah. betting on these Wake fucking up. bowls. I can't 40, even win these games. Bets, you think I could win a bowl game? Yeah. Yeah. Please. It's not that much different. If anything, it could be a little easier. Um. But yeah, I mean, you went one and three. That brings you to two eleven and one. One and two in your locks of the week, though. You broke through in your locks. Got a lock in there. You broke through in your locks. I'll say it before. I said it before. I'll say it again. Take Joseph's picks yeah. with a grain of salt. Please. Now I'm saying it. I'm looking at the camera. Please take him with a grain of salt. But yeah, so got another chance. At first glance, I didn't really like this slate. I like it a little bit more. I was really looking at it today. Um, but the matchup, there's not any like marquee matchups really. Yeah, this could, one is um, full of rat traps. Could Michigan have fucking scheduled an easier? <laughs> like, yeah. But I was looking at their the only tough game really. Like if say say they're remote, like nearly as good as they were last year. The only test they have is Ohio State at the very end of the year. They have Penn State, which they should beat Penn State, and then they have Michigan State. But other than that, they've played Colorado State, Hawaii. They have UConn, Maryland, Iowa's trash, Indiana's trash, Rutgers is trash, Nebraska's trash, Illinois' trash. And then they play Ohio State. Where's the Penn State game at? The Penn State game is at home. Michigan State at home. Yeah. Then they have to go to Ohio State, which I thought they just did that, but I guess they'll do it again. But that's like the easiest schedule in the fucking country. At least for a damn top five team. Yeah, but then they'll have to win the Big Ten. Well, definitely, but at least Alabama just went to Texas. Like, not to mention the SEC schedule's way, way more difficult. But yeah, anyway, I just I, I noticed that and I was like, okay, what, like, what is that? Um, all right, Friday. Does anybody have Friday games? You got two games to pick from. No, I do no? not. No, I do. I'm going Florida State versus Louisville. Louisville. Um. Sits at two and a half. Louisville's two and a half point underdogs over under is 54 and a half. We saw Florida State firsthand, obviously, in the dome. The main thing that stood out to me was their ability, their ability to move the chains and Jordan Travis's ability to extend plays with his legs, but also their ability to get pressure into the backfield. They had four sacks, six tackles for loss. Louisville's not efficient on third down and never has been with Cunningham. They were 4-14 against UCF. They had a lot of success running the ball, 226 yards on the ground. Cunningham had 121 of them, 121 of those yards. Contain Cunningham win the game. I'm taking Florida State minus two and a half. All Smells right. fishy. It's a little fishy, but I think that we've said it, and I do believe it that this is the best team that Norvell's had at Florida State. So I think that you kind of know what you're going to get from Cunningham: the ability to run inaccurate throws. I think that Florida State could get after him, get into the backfield, make life difficult, and then why are you why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at what's going on in my head. All righty. I'm on this game. I just asked if you were on a Friday. It's my, it's my lock. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so I'm just laughing. That's all. Rolling with Cunningham. Huh? Um, movies in his fucking head. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm taking Florida State minus two and a half. Um, all right. What's your first Saturday game? Um, 
New Mexico State at Wisconsin. Wisconsin 37.5-point yeah. favorites. Um, Wisconsin should be able to run it all over them. Mertz is playing good enough, in my opinion. Um, honestly, I don't really see New Mexico State getting any stops against Wisconsin as long as the starters are in. So I see a touchdown every drive. And then I really don't see New Mexico State scoring any points at all. Um, I think it'll be even hard for them to get first downs. So I think Wisconsin's probably going to shut them out. I'm going with Wisconsin minus 21 and a half in the first half, and I'm going with Wisconsin minus 37 and a half for the full game. What is the over-under? Um, 40-something, 49. 46 and a half. 46. 46 and a half, and they're how many point favorites? 37 and a half. Okay. So yeah, I mean, really, really don't realistically, think. yeah, New Mexico should. This be. is like the biggest mismatch I've ever. One of the biggest mismatches you can make. I mean, Wisconsin's not, you know, in the tier of being the be- of the best schools right now. But as far as the way they match up, I don't think that you can find a bigger mismatch right now. Yeah, I mean, it just comes down to how much does Wisconsin just run the ball, and but I mean, I think the weakness of New Mexico State's their secondary, from what I've seen. Um, so that should bode well for Mertz, who fucking struggles. But and their run defense isn't really well. None of their defense is good. Yeah. But I think the the worst of the anything is their secondary. Their secondary is fucking horrendous. If you do even if you have enough time to even remotely do a double move, the guy's wide open. So, yeah. um, all right, my first one: Georgia, South Carolina. Georgia's twenty four point favorites. I'm gonna take the dogs. I don't like Spencer Rattler. No, he's really bad. They were able to put up a little more points than I was hoping against Arkansas, but you're not you're not going to have anywhere near those chances. But the main thing was that their defense looked fucking atrocious. Would they give up 44 points to Arkansas that wants to just run the ball? Georgia should be able to get anything that they want. It was 24 and a half. It came down to 24. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take them there. Georgia was nine to ten on third down against Oregon, and they scored on their first seven consecutive drives. We keep waiting for Rattler to put it together even a little bit. I don't think it's going to happen ever, and it's certainly not going to happen this week. It's a really big number. It's not my lock, but I'm going to take Georgia 24. After what they did to Oregon, is South Carolina better than Oregon? Um, I don't know. I was just so South surprised. South Carolina is basically Oregon, in my opinion. You got Bo Nix, you got Spencer Rattler. They're both. I mean, Rattler's not going to be able to do anything, so. Yeah, and it comes down to I felt like South Carolina's secondary was given up a lot. So, but yeah. they also couldn't stop the run at all. But I mean, that was the biggest thing was that they couldn't tackle. Yeah. Um, and the the push that Arkansas was getting was like that was supposed to be the strength of South Carolina was their defensive line, and then they just get manhandled for the whole game. It, it was just a big surprise, and it's a big step up. I understand Arkansas led the SEC in rushing last year, and probably will again. But it's a step up when you go against Georgia. So if you're getting manhandled by anybody other than Georgia, you're going to really get manhandled against Georgia. So it's a lot of points. It's a road game. I'm still going to take it. 24 points. Uh, give me the dogs. Joseph, You got what's your first game on Saturday? Uh, Oklahoma minus 10.5 over Nebraska. I know it's a home game. And um, Scott Frost is gone now. Mickey Johnson steps in and uh, – Look at Nebraska last week against Georgia Southern. They gave up 409 passing yards 
and 233 yards on the ground. Their defense <laughs> is absolutely horrific. You, we saw it against Northwestern mm-hmm. week one. We were all on Nebraska. They just shit the bed. Their defense is terrible. It feels weird that the line – it feels like the line's too low. I'm, so that kind of sketches me out a little bit. But Oklahoma's better than 10.5 points. There's no doubt about it in my mind. I see 11.5. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, oh, on your thing? I have it at 11.5. It's 11.5, yeah. I'm going to be completely honest. Changed, huh? I'm going to be completely honest. I think I'm taking Nebraska. Yeah? Are you taking Oklahoma? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interim head coach? Mickey Johnson, former LSU wide receiver coach. This is the fucking raddest of raddest lines of all time. Trap game. There's so many rat lines out there. Yeah. This game screams Nebraska. It does. What do you yeah. mean it does? It does. That's why I said it sketches but me I out that I got Oklahoma. a ten and a half. I was thinking about taking the over first. And I'm gonna be completely honest. I really, I really think this screams fucking rally around like coach is gone. Rally around the new guy. Right. Mark Whipple. I like Mark Whipple. He's not going to fucking... Him and Narduzzi butted heads at Pitt because Mark Whipple's a throw the ball, Kenny Pickett, every play. And Narduzzi's a run it and play defense guy. So they're going to run. They're putting up 36 points a game, and their defense is horrible. So I was certainly looking at the over 67. Um, But this spot screams Nebraska. Texas is supposed to have some bad weather. Actually, yeah. Actually, I have it written. I was looking at my fucking... I was looking at my goddamn notes. I'm like, did I not write it down? Yes. I'm on the over 66 and a half in this game. I would really consider Nebraska. I won't do it because y'all are going to take Oklahoma. Take them. No. Because part of me was like, if it does drop, I think the line could come down. If it came down to 10, then I would consider taking Oklahoma. But... Because it's it opened at, it opened way high. This line's come down a decent bit. Yeah, it was thirteen. Yeah, it started at so if it drops all the way down to ten, I do like Dylan Gabriel a lot. They they lack, they don't have the running attack like they did like with Kennedy Brooks, uh, but they still have Mims at wide receiver. What I have written down is, um, Nebraska is going to be re inspired, fired up. I like Mark Whipple calling plays. The defense is atrocious though. Gave up nearly five hundred yards. They just gave up forty five points to Georgia Southern. I love Dylan Gabriel at quarterback for uh, Oklahoma. Kent State sat on the ball last week. That's why Oklahoma didn't cover. Kent State had the ball for 36 minutes to Oklahoma's 23 minutes. Um, it's not Mark Whipple's nature to run the ball. He's going to want to. He's going to throw. Yeah, Dylan yeah. Gabriel's more than capable. So I'll take the over 66 and a half because I don't think Nebraska's defense is going to all of a sudden play inspired and be like you can play all inspired that you want. If you're trash, you're trash. I, I think that offensively Nebraska might have a little bit more success. Um, so I'll take the over 66 and a half, but this spot a hundred thousand percent screams to take Nebraska. Yeah, that's, but, but the defense is why it's so, such a scary bet. Nebraska's defense why is, that? is why taking them is such a scary bet. On the spread. Yeah. yeah. That's why I went. Well, that's why I'm, over. yeah. I mean, that's why I'm going over. Yeah, yeah. No, they just get, I mean, to give up fucking 500 yards to Georgia Southern. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's, I mean, we saw it. Yeah. Northwestern sucks, yes. but they made them look like yeah. the greatest show. They made Helinski look good. The next great thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, are you not on this game? Cocksuckers, no. <laughs> Still pissed about that? Yeah, I put my I put my, uh, my flag in the sand on. I think this is a Nebraska bet, but uh, we, we'll see. This is one of those. It just is fishy. Like It should be like a 14-point 
fucking 17 point Oklahoma. It actually opened up at 17. And it's been bet down quite a bit. Yeah. If now it, there's a lot of act, sharp action on uh, Nebraska? Nebraska. Really? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. When you're sharp, you're sharp, I guess. <laughs> um, that makes <sighs> Fuck. I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to take the sketchy. over. Um, all right, Justin, what's your first one for Saturday? Uh, my first one is going to be a 2 o'clock game or 2.30 okay. game. Uh, Vanderbilt and IU. Uh, Vanderbilt's had a pretty explosive offense so far this season behind Mike Wright and Ray Davis. Uh, they currently sit 23rd in the country in rushing yards a game and have been putting up 43 points per game. And then Rocky Lombardi on NIU is back uh, for his senior year. Um, it's not the greatest one, but he did throw for 2,600 yards and 15 touchdowns last year. And then both teams are giving up over 400 yards on defense. So I kind of expect this to be a shootout. So I'm going to take the over at 58 and a half. Okay. I thought you were about to take Vanderbilt. No. Okay. I thought you were about to take Rocky Lombardi. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, Nick, over just, what? Nick just gave you the fucking dissertation on why Vanderbilt fucked him. Yeah. Both teams defenses surrendering a good amount of points. Yeah. I don't hate it. Um, and I use Mac, so, you know, they like to fucking score points. Yeah. Action. Yeah, okay. I don't I don't hate that. I thought you were about to take Vanderbilt. I was going to say, that is fucking ballsy as shit. Um, okay. All right. My next one. All right, BYU and Oregon. Um, this is one this of one. the ones I had a question about. But this one feels so like a It does. Fucking but I'm, I'm, I'm taking BYU. I was just on them. They were my lock. They're not my lock this week. I really like BYU a lot. They run the ball really well. Jaron Hall's playing very well. He, I, he seems like he's figured it out. So I'm trying not to overreact to the Georgia game for Oregon, uh, but Bo Nix is fucking horrendous. Don't forget it. I really like BYU. Like I just said, uh, Chase Roberts has emerged at wide receiver. They were without their their – Two starting wide receivers, Gunnar, Gunnar Romney and Puka Nakua. Um, Nakua is more than likely not going to play. Gunnar Romney was a game-time decision going into Baylor, and then they obviously he didn't go. That would lead me to believe he's really close. Good chance that he's going to go against Oregon. But like I said, Chase Roberts had eight for 122 and a touchdown against Baylor. I can't really find anything on, on Nakua, so I, I'm going to just go ahead and assume that he there's no chance that he goes. I like that BYU's aggressive. They get down in fourth and short, even fourth and three. They're going for it. They have a really good offensive line. I don't like Bo Nix. I think that Oregon got really out-muscled when they play teams that can out-muscle them. That's not their style of play. So I'm going to take BYU. This this line's come down, too. I think it opened at five and a half. It's down to three and a half. So I'm going to take BYU at three and a half. Yeah, I'm debating this one. Um, Penn State, minus three. And then the that Georgia one. Those are all three that I was really looking at, but they all I'm so hesitant to take any of them right now. I don't know why. Yeah, I mean I I at some point it's like teams are what you think they are, I yeah. think. So um I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and take Georgia minus okay. twenty four. Okay. Because I just I saw what South Carolina was. They have athletes, but when your quarterback can't get him the ball. Yeah, what good is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I, I really like BYU. 
Jaron Hall, like I, I'm not going to keep re- repeating the same thing over and over again, but he'll throw a risky throw here and there, but every co- college quarterback will. But what he's able to do mobility-wise with his legs, they can run the ball well. He incorporates into the run, rushing attack very well. If Romney's back, the emergence of Chase Roberts, they're going to be able to put up points. Oregon looked like a shell of themselves against Georgia. I know they came back and smashed some fucking high school team. But three and a half, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the points. Give me BYU three and a half. Is anybody else on this one? No. No. All right, Joseph. What is your next Saturday bet? I just have one more before my lock. Um, I'm going to the Carrier Dome, Purdue and Syracuse over fifty eight and a half. Uh, it's in the dome. Purdue loves to air it out. Uh, like Schrader, he runs. He's he's got some legs on him. He can run the ball well. I think that there's gonna be a lot of points put up this game. Okay. Say it one more time for me. I was looking at something. Uh, Purdue over 58.5, Purdue and Syracuse. Okay. Justin, what is your next Saturday one? Um, Looking for it. It's um, – fuck, I can't find it. You want me to go? No, I got it. All right. It's uh, Coastal Carolina and Buffalo taking Carolina minus 14. Coastal Carolina isn't playing uh, the same as they were last year, obviously, but they still have McCall, and they're still putting up numbers. Unfortunately, I think that they hit their ceiling with their win over Army, but Buffalo is struggling to put up points as well, and they have a terrible defense that gives up 450 yards a game. So with that being said, I'm going to take Coastal minus 14 to get back on track here. Who did Coastal play last week? Uh, like fucking Holy Cross or something? No, they played no. Gardner-Webb. Gardner-Webb? Yeah, Gardner-Webb. They only beat them by four. I don't know how yeah. they didn't run the ball on Gardner-Webb. Yeah. Because they ran why, why it do you all feel over like they Army. Hit, why do you feel like they hit their ceiling against Army? Just, I mean, I don't, I don't think they're gonna. I thought that was a really good game. I mean, Army's good, and I don't really think they're gonna. Yeah, do Army it. played another really close one with um, UTSA and lost in overtime by three. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, it seemed Coastal looked really good in that first game, and then when I check all the scores, it's like, whoa. Yeah. They struggled against Gardner Webb. Well, they're giving up over four hundred yards. Right, and then they didn't run the ball. Like they did against Army, it's like, well, what, what the hell happened? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, Miami, Texas A and M, A and M's five and a half point favorites. This spot screams to take A and M. Um, obviously, we know what just happened. Haynes King or Max Johnson, I don't care. I don't like either one. A and M's run game is non-existent, even in their thirty-one and nothing win over Sam Houston. They had one hundred and ten rushing yards on thirty-two attempts. Forty-six yards came from the quarterback position. Tyler Van Dyke, the quarterback for Miami, was a dark horse Heisman candidate coming in, and he left a lot. He has left a lot to be desired. Although efficient on third down, he really hasn't been putting up the numbers that we were expecting. Um, it's a tough defense to try to get back on track with, but A and M's offense is a hundred and second in the nation. I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to, that, that Van Dyke figures it out before A&M does. Give me Miami plus five and a half. You got to have a quarterback, and I don't like either one. Even if they go I think away they're going with Johnson. Yeah. So he, bet on Miami if you I have any brains. I like that. It does say, like, okay, bounce back here. Get a big win. Yeah, you the, probably the were overlooking Appalachian State, even though you saw them come back against UNC, and you still overlooked them. But, yeah, that's the key here is, like, 
I mean, they have all these athletes. They're so poorly coached. Their quarterbacks don't play well. Um, yeah, you got. They're have, such a gotta, terrible. You got to have production at the quarterback position. The coaching's horrible. Yeah, Jimbo Fisher's an idiot. He's got the same record as Kevin Sumlin. He at, sucks. At this point, so uh, all all this. I mean, people ran Sumlin out of town. Jimbo Fisher. At least you could shit. understand Sumlin. <laughs> So yeah, I'm taking uh taking Miami plus five and a half. What is your next one? How many more do you have? I got one more than my lock. I think I have two more than my lock. Mississippi State minus two at LSU. I was looking um, at it. Will Rogers is hot, completing seventy eight point six percent of his passes, and he has nine touchdowns through two games. And the Mississippi State defense is playing well, but laying points on the road in Tiger Stadium. I mean, um, I don't know about all that. I don't know if they're that good yet. So um, I'm going to roll with LSU here. Uh, Mississippi State, they turned the ball over five times in two games. I think that that could be a problem against LSU, uh, who's secondary to me is uh, has the potential to, to make plays. And I think the pass rush has a real good chance of making it have an impact on his game. And then you just look at the offense. I think that um, everybody, including the players on LSU's team, are more convinced that Jaden Daniels is the guy to roll with. Um, so with the belief in the quarterback, I think that everybody at LSU on the team is excited to make up for the performance in the season opener. Yeah. So I'm rolling with LSU plus two. Yeah, I, I want to take them. I'm going to hold off. Um, but, yeah, I mean. This it, will be a disaster. What, if they lose? If we lose, yeah. Is, well, I mean, we lost to them, what, two years ago? Yeah, but I think okay. we won last year Costello, as underdogs. Costello set the fucking SEC record for <laughs> yeah. passing. Um, that was COVID. I'm on this one as well, LSU plus two. Okay. Yeah, I mean, getting points at home, I think it might be the first time. I mean, they weren't even favored at home when we when, when we were at home when they had Dak Prescott. So Yeah, I really like the secondary. I mean, they're saying they're going to move Jay Ward to the um, to safety, I think, and put Brooks at nickel or vice versa. Yeah, I mean, I like Brian Kelly as an X's and O's guy. I think you can scheme for this Mike Leach offense. You know what he's going to do. So, And then Emery is done yes. serving whatever ac- academic suspension. That's going to be a factor here. It has to be because the guys we have running the ball aren't bad, but I think Emery's on a different level. And yeah, I, I think, think that he'll provide a spark. It's an long-awaited arrival that we've needed for a the past couple of years. Yeah, so his thing was he didn't have the, enough credit hours. I read about one of the reporters put out an article today. Okay. It was lacking credit hours because his mom got sick or something. Hmm. Which is interesting. Um, but, yeah, okay, are you on this one? No. Um, yeah, like I said, I want to take it. I'm not going to do it, though. I want to see. I think this is a good spot for Brian Kelly, though, to get back in the good graces of all the fucking This is like the perfect to spot off. to um, just get on track. Yeah. And get the fan base excited again. Yeah, this will be a quality win. Right. And then you got New Mexico State. I mean, New Mexico, the following game, uh-huh. you get a win against them. Then all of a sudden you're 3-1 and one, yeah. going on the road to play Auburn, which is a very winnable game. 100%. So, I mean, the future could be bright for us this season. Yeah. But it starts this weekend. Yeah, I like that. All right. Uh, do you? How many more do you have before your lock? None. None. What about you? I just have my lock. 
Okay, I have um, two more bets. USC and Fresno State, going back to USC again. I swear, I feel like I know this team like the back of my hand. Watch them every game. Uh, offense is fantastic. Opportunistic defense, I would say borderline a lucky defense. They've had a lot of things go their way, a lot of tip balls, a lot of fumbles, just fall right in their lap. Stanford left 14 points on the field as I already went over, specifically from the one-yard line. Um this is a defense that struggles to stop the run, 220 yards to Stanford. This, in turn, opens up the passing attack. Jake Hayner threw for over 4,000 yards and 33 touchdowns. Of the six wide receivers on the roster, five are seniors, one's a junior. USC cannot be stopped, but their defense is suspect. Points, 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 given the over 73 and a half, and I'm also going to take Fresno plus 12. So I swear I feel like – and I like USC. I really like Caleb Williams. I have a fucking Caleb Williams jersey. What's that line? Oh, shit. I see plus 13 right here. The, no, the point line? Well, that's what he's saying. Oh, are you saying the over-under? The, the total? 73 and a half. Whoa. 12, 12 and a half, I mean. Damn. MGM that's has 12 a big and a half. point total. Whatever. I think I bet it at 12, so okay. I'll, I'll take 12. Uh, yeah, but it's like, can both – can fucking uh, USC is going to more than likely drop 40. Right. So, and if they have to drop more because it turns into a shootout, which I think it can, it's a high number, but I think it, this is one of those, it's fucking college football. They can score on one play almost at will. It's so crazy because like even Jordan Addison is a fucking yeah. beast, dude. His double moves are fucking not to be fucked with. You need to have a safety over the top. So yeah, it's crisp. And Caleb Williams looks good. He's making good decisions. He can run and extend plays. He can If you play man, he's going to burn you with his feet. They have Die from Oregon at running back who runs hard as fuck. They have a very good offense, but I'm telling you, their defense is not that good. Their defense is going to fuck them in the end. So, And it's like if you look at Stanford, Stanford just lost by 13. Uh, Fresno has a better offense than Stanford, I think. So they're, they're, it's a different style of offense. They're not going to commit to the run, which I don't think USC can stop the run. I wish Fresno still had Ronnie Rivers. But the running back just ran for over 100 yards last What's week. What's his name? Who? They're, they're running back. Because I remember when Ronnie Rivers got hurt last year, I was like, this backup's damn good. Um, Mims. That might have been him. It is Jordan Mims. He's okay. a senior. That That probably was him then. But, yeah, I think he's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, against... I remember when Rivers went down last year, I was like... And Oregon State, Oregon State just bitch slapped Boise. Oregon State's not a bad team. So, Oregon State does not have a bad defense as well. Um, Hayner only one touchdown, but threw for 360 yards. Mims had, he's their fucking lead back by far, had 21 carries. The next closest back had two. So, 21 carries, 122 yards, and two touchdowns. But they've got guys that they can spread the ball around to. Remigio had six receptions. Cropper had eight. Kelly had four. Mims had three. Nearly had three guys over 100 yards receiving. But it's a veteran wide receiver room. Yeah, Fresno's good. That that was a fun game to watch, Fresno and Oregon State, last week. Hayner was the one. He's been there forever. He tried to transfer, entered the transfer portal, and then came back. And he's got he he's a guy that like NFL scouts are keeping an eye on. So I think it, this is a – I've watched him every game. This is not many people have the Pac-12 network. I pay a lot of money to be able to watch these games. <laughs> this is a defense that is susceptible through the air. So I know it doesn't seem like it. You can't. This is not like a. I put my fucking. I, I stake my claim that this is a defense that can be get through the air. It doesn't seem like it when you look at the statistics. But you got to look at who they played. They played Rice, who was moving the ball. They had so many fucking tip ball interceptions. Like that that 
they were moving, they were driving, and then just killed drives on wide receiver drops right in their hands. Stanford's a team that wants to commit to the run, and they had success doing it. I th- I, I'm fucking trying. I'm talking myself into it. I, uh, Fre- it's already locked in. So Fresno plus 12 over 73 and a half. Um, all right. Everybody just has their locks, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. Who wants to go I first? I thought you had one more. That was the two. That was the two. Over, okay. over, oh, and. Okay. I'll go first. Okay. So I'm on Florida State minus two and a half at Louisville. Um, I'm a little worried about this one because of the running ability of Cunningham, but considering that Florida State. Can we turn this? I told you it's louder. It's so I'm loud in here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You got to yell through it. All right. Um, where am I? <laughs> I told you it's louder in your headphones like than it is on the broadcast. In a torture chamber about to get, I'm all disoriented. Wait, so you're on Florida State? Yeah, I'm on Florida State. And why'd you laugh at my Florida State I was bet? laughing because I was pretending like I wasn't on it. Then you were saying everything I was thinking, so I was um, right. Anyway, they had two weeks to prepare for it, and then considering that um, the, their last opponent, LSU, they're facing a similar-style quarterback, so... yeah. Daniels did have success running the ball against Florida State, but it's one of those things where you correct the mistakes and you're applying them immediately to your next opponent. So I think that's a plus for Florida State when they went over film. Also, too, I felt like a lot of his rushing yards came when they were playing prevent. Yeah. And it was it was those, those last two drives, he picked up a lot of those. Yeah, but yards. even in the first half, he had... Um, oh, he had success, yeah. But I feel like it's a little... It's a little... Like, they didn't get gashed all game, like, really bad to where it sways me away yeah. from betting against Cunningham. I, feel I like mean, that. honestly, Cunningham is as good as a, of a runner as um, Jaden Daniels, in my opinion. I don't think he's as good passing the football, though. No. No, he's not. So um, that's what I'm saying. You you contain him. He he's he will throw an inaccurate ball consistently. Yeah. So. so he's he's an okay quarterback. But here's the thing: it's Louisville surrendering an average of 208 rushing yards per game through two contests. Florida State should have success running it. And when they don't, Jordan Travis continues to make plays. I was impressed by FSU's tackling against LSU. They have a strong running game, good quarterback play, and a good defense. They're converting nearly 60% on third down. Um, so I think Florida State's a whole lot better than everybody else thinks. Uh, I think they're a pretty good team. So I'm rolling with Florida State minus 2.5 as my lock. All righty. I like it. Obviously, I'm on it as well. You, you, you hit me with the reverse there. I was going to say, go ahead, take, <laughs> take Cunningham. Um, all right. Oh, shit. We got a copyright infringement because of that goddamn song. Really? Week one. Yeah. Oh, I, come I, on. I settled <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm fucking the all bots caught us on youtube yeah yeah all right penn state versus auburn going under 47 um a lot of people are on the under here but penn state's converting 30 percent on third down both of these teams want to establish the run both have spotty quarterback play more so auburn auburn feels disrespected being three-point home dogs i think the defense is going to come motivated under 47. I don't like Clifford. They want to run the ball. Both teams do, specifically Auburn. And then Finley's trash. He yeah. played at Ponchatoula. Let's not forget. I was so close to taking um, Penn State in this game. I think I think Auburn is going to come out. They're going to feel disrespected. They're at home. They're an SEC team. This is a Big Ten team. They're getting, getting three points at home. I think they're going to play inspired, but at the same time, I, I don't think that they're going to win. Yeah. I don't think they're going to win the game. Let's Finley is fucking bad. So that, in turn, they're going to struggle to score. 
but they're going to come out fired up there. I mean, it's SEC players. They're probably, they always have a relatively decent defense and we've seen Clifford struggle. Good chance he gets hurt. Like he does every game. Um, I'm going under 47. Yeah. I wrote down, I don't like the way Finley matches up with Penn state secondary. Penn state has a really, really good cornerback. In my opinion, he's probably going to be a first round pick. I don't know his name. He's number nine. Mm -hmm. Um, and too much pressure for the Auburn running game, but and I also wrote down I think that there might be a weakness for Penn State stopping the run. I don't know yet. This will be their first true test. Um, but the big thing that surprised me when Penn State played Purdue is that they weren't able to get the running game going. Yeah. So yeah. 47 isn't that high of a number, but there's a reason why, you know. Well, it's like we said when, when I'm watching that game, it just feels like offensively it's so tough for fucking teams in the Big Ten not named – Michigan or Ohio State, it's so tough for them to move the ball. Yeah, and it's like, oh, where'd they get that number from? I think Penn State won this game last year, 28-20. Yeah. 48 points. Yep. So, Yep. So, yeah, I'll be completely honest. I felt like this week it was tougher for me to find. All my locks previous weeks I felt very good about. It was This was the toughest week to date so far to find a lock. Um, but this is what we landed yeah. on. So who wants it next? I'll go. Go ahead. All right, Notre Dame and Kyle. Notre Dame is playing some of the worst football in the country right now, and they just took a really bad loss to Marshall last week. This is a perfect spot for them to bounce back and show the country that they still have a pulse. Um, the only thing going for Kyle right now is Jack Plummer. He's been playing pretty good, but Notre Dame's got a pretty good secondary, so I think they'll stack up nice. So give me Notre Dame minus 10. There's one problem with that. Would you like to know what it is? I know what it is. Would you like to know what it is? Yeah, well. Tyler Buckner's out. Really? Yeah, yeah. he fucked his shoulder up. I so, come on, dude. I'm Who's not the a college guy. Yeah, that's atrocious. I mean, come on, Justin. That is atrocious. Did the, the backup play last week? Uh, Pine. Oh, Pine Cone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, honest I to God, I, I agree, though. I, honest to God, because when I first looked at the schedule, I thought the same thing. I was like, this is this is a decent bounce back spot for Notre Dame. They just got embarrassed, all of that. But you that it still is. No. Well, well, yeah. it, it doesn't mean it no, you don't be. even know who the backup is. Exactly. Yeah. Because Pine does have an experience. Same yeah, thing I understand. With Nebraska. But when the starting quarterback is fucking done for the season. I hear you. Yeah. We gotta find we gotta know that. Yeah, we gotta know that for sure. Definitely. He's right. Motor. That's atrocious, Justin. I mean, that no, is bad. Yeah, that, I know, that's that's the me. first no, thing that pops up when you no, look do at better, it. Do better. Yeah, that's on me. I mean, Buckner wasn't lighting it up by any means. I understand. <laughs> right. But he's still no, he the wasn't. starting quarterback. <laughs> he wasn't. We're giving out locks right. with the starting quarterback yeah, out for the that, year. No, that's something you got to mention. I saw you smirking the whole fucking time, dude, because I knew No, you I wasn't knew smirking, but I swear <laughs> I thought, because I looked at it, I looked at it, and I was like, I thought the same thing. I'm like, this is not a bad spot for Notre Dame. But then I looked into it. I'm like, he's fucking done for the year. Yeah. So when we went to the locks and nobody was on it, nobody mentioned it or anything. That's all in my head. I'm like, I hope it's not Notre Dame. Right. And then you fucking said, I'm like, pulled it out. that's not good. That's not good. Um, uh, well, I, are you, did you already bet it? Yeah. I mean, well, you're stuck with it now. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm I think you still hit it. Yeah. That, that, it's the same concept as, no, as Frost being no, out with Nebraska, not. you know, oh, the team's going to rally around them. No, same fuck, thing. Fuck no, it's not. Same thing. It is not. 
They were a top five team at the beginning of the season. You know why Marshall's so reason. good? Why? Because the quarterback's not named Wells anymore. Grant Wells, I, he he showed flashes his freshman year. Yeah, he sucks. Um, <laughs> he showed flashes his freshman year. He's over there um, fucking up Virginia Tech's program, actually. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so Drew Pine, 2021. He's only com- he's only attempted, before this season, he's only c- attempted 33 passes. Um, Much like Buckner. What do you mean? Last year. I get what you're doing, but there's no way that you spin. It is not an improvement that we're going to this backup. No, but it's a, you know, let's get the troops behind us, guys. Let's rally. Yeah, here. no shit. Their defense is probably going to have a really good performance because Marcus Freeman got embarrassed because he hopped up on stage and was talking about how what better place to get our first win than here, and right? Then, and then you get fucking embarrassed <laughs> by Marshall, right? Um, but yeah, he's got. Oh, so Pine stepped in against Marshall and threw a pick. Yeah. I don't like that, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> well, Never Buck- mind. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Buckner threw two picks. He also picks. threw a touchdown, though. But, but, yeah, Buckner but. didn't do. <laughs> okay, let's let's go. Let's Buckner see. ran two in. Buckner was putting the team on his back and then injured his shoulder. That touchdown came on fourth and one with 14 seconds left in the game when they were down by two scores to Michael Mayer for five <laughs> yards. And then he missed the two-point conversion. No way. You are fucked. We got to be better than that because you're, you're 0 for 3 on your locks. I know. Yeah. I got a lock on you, bud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm about to hit this one, too. Yeah. That is brutal. Yeah, that's on me. So everyone out there listening, just take it. Take it how you want it. What does that mean? Don't take it. <laughs> yeah, don't take it. Don't take it. <laughs> if you don't want to take it, I, I understand. Don't take that it. That is on me. There's so many question marks. Don't take that one. Um, what? Where's the money at? I want to see where the money's at since the news came out. Because I saw that two days, or at least at least 24 hours ago. Yeah, I saw that. Well, now that you say that, I remember. Well, it wasn't something that I was thinking about when he started talking about it, but I remember because I turned on the end of the game, and I think Pine threw the interception that that gave the game to Marshall, basically. Yes. And I was like, wow. And they were talking about Buckner being injured and everything. Yeah, so I saw it this morning. Publix on Notre Dame, Sharp Money's on Cal. Um, I placed a gigantic bet on Cal last year. 99% of the money. Did it hit? Yeah. 99% of the money is on the under. That was like what I saw for Florida State. They are not expecting. What's the total? Pine to uh, 41, I think. Wow. So they're expecting what? 30 to fucking, or no. 25 to 15? Yeah. Good luck with that. Luck, yeah. <laughs> All right, recap mine. Um, well, let me do my lock real quick. You don't oh, have to play sorry, the music. sorry. You don't have to play the music. Fine, if you don't want it. I'm going Did, right back to the bread and butter. Oh, no. Right back to the bread and butter. It's you too could, many you could think, no. It's too many points. Too many. What are you talking about? I'm going back to the under. On Iowa? Yes, indeed. Ride them. <laughs> Ride them. They have 
No offense. <laughs> Zero <laughs> offense. Their offense is terrible. Their defense is amazing. Now, I know. Who are they playing? I know Nevada. Is could, trash. Nevada's Nevada fucking is trash. terrible. Yes. You're gonna look at the you're gonna look at the scores of the two games and be like, oh, they can move the ball. They moved the ball against who was it? Uh, last week, Incarnate Word, and they lost. Incarnate Word, <laughs> and they played New Mexico State. And they week lost. One. Yeah, no, they're bad. They're really bad. And then Texas State. Yeah, they put up a bunch of points against them. This is a different ball game with uh, Iowa. They're gonna shut well, them Iowa's down defensively. Tw- what, is, what is the total? Forty. 40. Yeah. I was like 23 and a half point favorites. And that's another reason I had it too. Is they're they're favoring them. So that tells me that they don't think Nevada's going to score much at all. No, they if don't. If they're favoring them by 23 points. But they're expecting them to score something. And they're also expecting that Iowa is going to fucking dominate them in the trenches. So I got But you it could at, look at it as they're saying Iowa's only going to score yeah, 21. Yeah, 20. I have this at 21-10 or 24-13. Yeah, no, I mean, take, yeah, no, taking look, Iowa unders are not a bad bet. That's my lot. Nevada's probably not going to really score I don't think uh, score more than 10 points. Right. Yeah, they didn't play New Mexico State well. No. Right. They were lucky to cover that game. New Mexico State's so bad. Yes. Um, but UTEP's not any good. They got you a lock, though. All right, to recap. Go pick I almost just recapped uh, last week's. <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> Florida Florida State minus two and a half. Georgia minus twenty four. BYU plus three and a half. Miami plus five and a half. Fresno State plus twelve and the over seventy three and a half against USC. Oklahoma, Nebraska over sixty six and a half. And my lock of the week is Penn State Auburn under forty seven. All right, I'm on um Georgia minus twenty four. I'm on Wisconsin minus 37 and a half and Wisconsin first half minus 21 and a half. I'm on LSU plus two. And for my lock of the week, I'm on Florida State minus two and a half. Joseph. I'm going to add one real quick. Um, I'm on Oklahoma minus 10 and a half against Nebraska, but I have written down. Um, that I think Nebraska can't put up some points, so I'm going to get on that over with you. What was it, 66.5, you said? Son of a bitch. We're going to do this again, and we're going to make this go the right way this time, all <laughs> no, right? I hope you're right. <laughs> I'm just putting losses on your board. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to add that in. So I'm on those two. Then I'm on Purdue and Syracuse over 58.5, and, and my lock of the week is Iowa-Nevada under 40. You only got four plays? Yeah. Okay. Well, three, now four. Yeah. All right, Justin. All right, I got LSU plus two versus Mississippi State. Then I got Oklahoma minus ten and a half versus Nebraska. Then I have Vanderbilt and NIU over fifty eight and a half. And then Coastal Carolina minus fourteen against Buffalo. And then for my lock of the week is Notre Dame minus ten and a half against Cal. All righty, Godspeed on that one. Um, good overall, good week in locks three and one. And then we're about to recap NFL. So we went four and zero NFL locks. So seven and one on the weekend. I saw that's what I've said since year one was you're only as good as your locks. So I typically say it more when we hit our locks, but it still stands true even yeah. when we don't hit them. We just won't talk about it. Well, um, this year there's been an emphasis put on locks. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I would agree. Well. What Justin just had a blunder on his lock, but other than that, yeah. I would say. Uh, well, I'm talking about the. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I bet more <laughs> on my lock, so that's. I'm talking about the people that know about who's playing quarterback. <laughs> <in> their <laughs> locks. 
<laughs> All right. So Thursday night basically went. I actually, I can't even say when how I thought it was going to go. We were me and Justin were on the Bills minus two and a half. Nick and Joseph were on the under. Under hit got a little hairy there for a second, but Bills minus two and a half. They won by thirty. Essentially, I don't think they gave up a point in the second half. It was a tie ball game, ten all going into the first half, and then going into halftime. I mean, and then it just they ran him out of the building. Uh, my dad wanted us to sing his praises if the Rams covered because he had a feeling. They didn't. He had that feeling though. Yep, he wanted us to switch our bets. <laughs> he said he said hedge, and then said to bet double on the Rams, which isn't hedging. And then, <laughs> and then he was like. <laughs> He was like, oh, but if the Big Easy Bets podcast says it, it must be right. <laughs> like trying to make fun of us. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they beat them by a billion. So Bills minus two and a half. We hit there. My lock of the week was the Steelers Bengals under 44 and a half. This one went to overtime and still didn't go over. And it was a sweat. It never should have went to overtime. Joe Burrow played like absolute dog shit. Really bad. Jamar Chase is still incredibly good. Um, what Burrow have five turnovers? Yep. The pick six was fucking horrible, dude. The yeah. first that pick six was terrible. When that happened, I was like, "Son of a bitch, dude!" I fit. I was expecting the Steelers' defense to pose a roadblock a little bit, but I didn't think that they were going to turn the ball over five fucking times. Anyway, we hit. They are legit, though. I mean, yeah, they had an off game, Bengals, but no, Steelers' defense Steelers is very defense good. Is but Joe Burrow should not turn the ball over five times ever. So. And, he, and that's probably going to be his worst game turnover-wise that he plays all year. It's week one. You can kind of take it with a grain of salt. Regardless, we hit on the lock of the week. Lions plus four. I added it after you said it. I was looking at it all week. We rode the Lions to the bank last year. That trend continues. So they um, Don't leave the back door open against the Lions. Can't do it. Dan Campbell will fuck They never quit. Dan Campbell will charge through your back door. Uh after the pick six and everything, it was looking rough. I hit I hit a little reverse jinx there to perfection. Uh, so Lions get inside the number late in the game. Started off 3-0, feeling great, and then shit just hit the fan. Cowboys plus two. With or without Dak, the Cowboys are trash. Yeah. The Cowboys fucking issues. suck. Trayvon Diggs is overrated. I said it all last year. Oh, yeah. It's either, picks, it's either interception or he's getting beat deep. Mm-hmm. He's getting beat deep by the fucking tight end for the Patriots at the end of the game last year. Like, he either – he jumps everything. So it's boomer bust, and more times than not, it's bust. Cardinals plus six and a half, bad pick. I, I I wasn't I wasn't hopping on the train of like the Chiefs aren't going to be one of the best teams in the AFC by any means, but going on the road, going out west to play the Cardinals in their home stadium, getting nearly a touchdown. I thought the Cardinals would put up a little bit better of a fight. They did not. Kyler Murray's not worth the money. No, he's and not neither worth is the Kingsbury. Money. Jason Jason Brown from uh, Last Chance U. Fucking lit Kyler Murray up. I he made like that. a TikTok. I did see He's that. like, this dumb motherfucker can't even tell that they're coming off the edge with yeah. the blitz. He doesn't even look that way. Now he, you see why he signed the clause <laughs> for the video games. <laughs> yeah, he fucking annihilated <laughs> him. Um, and then so there we are sitting at three and two. Monday night football. Broncos six and a half point favorites. Russ revenge game. He's back. He, it's not even. I don't know why we dubbed it the revenge game because he requested the fucking trade. Russ goes back in and had he clearly had jitters to start. He was missing throws. I, I'm sure you watched. Well, no, you had boxing. So you probably I caught the end of the first half. He missed multiple throws. His first throw of the game sails it over the tight end's head. But that's not the point here. First off, they fumbled it twice from the fucking one yard line. You get dude, um and, and not only that, they fumble it. 
Then they get it right back and then go down and fumble it from the one-yard line again. So you could have had seven, ball back, seven. Fucking, we're looking great. We're up at least ten. What's a picket? Hackett is yeah. his name. Nathaniel Hackett. They want to call him Nate Hackett. I will not call him Nate. He's Nathaniel. We're going to call him by his government name. And this son of a bitch is a fucking moron, dude. He's a con artist. I hate this stupid son of a bitch so much. So much. You're on the one fucking yard line. Line your quarterback under center and run the football. I fucking hate. I fucking hate when they do the goddamn shotgun. And then, dude, Russell Wilson's the worst quarterback in the history of football from the one yard line. (laughs) It's incredible. Uh. Melvin Gordon has fumbled on the one yard line more than any running back I've ever seen. I can specifically remember three instances when he's fumbled on the one fucking yard line. And then they go, okay, let's try it with Javante. The right guard gets fucking blown up. And then Javante Williams is carrying it like a loaf of bread and fumbles it into the fucking end zone. Yeah, but it all starts with that damn coach. He grabs his play sheet and he reads it. Oh, my God. Like he's got all fucking day to pick a play. They they went down to the— They literally are— He's doing this, yes. trying to get his guy in motion. Hurry, hurry, hurry. With one, hurry. They, they snapped snap it, it with... Snap it, snap it. <laughs> Fuck it. They snapped it with one second on the play clock like ten fucking times in a row. Ten times in a row. And they were all miscombobulated. That's why the fucking guard gets blown up right into your running back and he fumbles it. And then you go, dude, it's the most frustrating shit ever. Then you fucking have, I don't know what it was, first, second down, don't know. You had a minute and like, a minute and ten seconds left and you run one play. You have a minute, ten seconds and three timeouts and you run one play. And I'm sitting there freaking the fuck out. I'm like, call your fucking timeout and let's figure it out. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, maybe, like, analytics, blah, blah, blah. I start, like, second-guessing. Like, maybe I shouldn't be, like, oh, my God. Well, then you turn on the ESPN broadcast, the ESPN2 with the Mannings, and Peyton's, like, fucking, Peyton Manning's, like, call timeout. He's screaming at the TV. I'm, like, all right, so he knows something. So I must be on the right fucking track. You settle. You paid Russell Wilson. Yes. A billion fucking dollars. He just bought, literally set the record for the most expensive house in Denver. He bought a twenty-five fucking million dollar house. You gave him hundred and sixty-one million dollars guaranteed, two hundred and fifty million dollars total on the contract, and we settle for a fucking sixty-four yard field goal in Seattle. You're not in, you're not even in Denver. You're not even high altitude. You're in fucking Seattle. It's fourth and five. It's Russell Wilson. What was the point? of fucking mortgaging your future to go get a goddamn quarterback who's worth a billion dollars if you're going to settle for the second longest field goal in the history of football, a 64-yard fucking kick that we know never had a chance. And then fucking McManus comes out and he's like, that was my line to get. They got it. I got to make the kick. Shut the fuck up, McManus. And shut the fuck up, Nathaniel Hackett. He gets on the goddamn post-game press conference, and he's like, well, uh, honestly, they did a great job getting us in position to win the game. What are you talking about? He was back. He said, if I did it that night, he said, if I had to do it again, I would kick it again. Yeah, he needs that fucking head exam. Yeah, today (laughs) his fucking pasty ass wakes up and goes, "Uh, I mean, we probably should have went for it on fourth and five. You fucking think... You're making John Elway look like a goddamn jackass. We talk about the Browns' quarterback struggles. Look at who Elway said, yeah, you can you can man the ship. And then he hires that fucking dumbass. Looks like he's been put in the fucking microwave. He looks like a knockoff great value Hank from Breaking Bad. I hate this motherfucker so much, dude. I was so mad. 
I was so fucking yeah. mad last night. Because on top of it, it was the, uh, what's it called again? Survivor Pool. Yeah. My survivor. lock of the fuck. No, no, it wasn't my lock, but Survivor Pool. I had money on the game, and it's the difference of going three and three or four yeah, and two. It's, like, oh, it's a huge fucking difference. Well, we might be able to still get the Survivor Pool here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Line up under the fucking center. Like, am I wrong? Like, do you hate that, or is that just me? Do what? I need talk me off the ledge? You did it twice in a row. Do the fucking Drew Brees. I think the bigger do the issue Drew Brees was fucking the, um, sneak. Yeah, I don't know why no, more teams don't try to sneak it. But. And, and the moron on Twitter talking about oh, uh, they don't want the quarterback to get hurt, and this and that. Drew Brees took a lot of damage. It was like one fucking time he hurt his ribs doing it. it it's goddamn Russell Wilson to win the game. He'll be okay. Like, give me a fucking break. Yeah, the dude. bigger issue though was um. Him not getting the plays in quickly. Yeah. No, I know. Oh. And then you're dealing oh. with crowd noise. It's like, dude, you better have that fucking play ready because and you're the, trying to make changes. It's like. And then this stupid, pouty motherfucker calls his timeouts when they're kneeling the ball. He then oh, wants to yeah. empty the clip Christ. and call all his fucking timeouts. And he's like all fired up doing it. Fuck you. Fuck you, you stupid piece of shit. Nathaniel Hackett, go fuck yourself. You should be fired day fucking one. It was the worst debut. I was so fucking mad, dude. I was tweeting all night. I hate that dumb son of a bitch. I hope you have the worst coaching career of anybody ever. Ever. I hope you get fired midseason. I fucking hate him. Where'd he come from? The depths of hell. I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, that nice. was that was eating me well, up. They but. fucking could have hired what's his name, Flores. That was e- yeah, that was eating me up. And then all day. wouldn't have had to sue. But <laughs> that was that was eating me up all day. <laughs> I had to get that out. But yeah, so I went three and three. We hit the lock at least, but four and two is so different than three and three. Stop fucking fumbling the football on the one yard line, Stanford. Yeah, that was so Stanford. Annoying. Fucking inside the five-yard line twice. We get no points. The Broncos on the one-yard line twice, and we get no fucking points, dude. Why are we making shit more difficult than it needs to be? You have fucking two good running backs. You need inches. Why in your brain do you say, let's line up six yards back and then try to go get those inches? I don't fucking get it, and it really aggravates me. I would rather you fucking hand it to a fullback instead. At least once. At least once. He's probably going to get it. But you just make your job so much harder. Oh, who did that this weekend? Um, That was a... Like, if you have two good running backs, yeah. they lined up... The Browns did it. They lined up Kareem Hunt at fullback and Nick Chubb at tailback. Yeah, I like that. They run play action with um Chubb, and then they did the waggle where... Kareem Hunt was wide open. Oh, I did for see a that. I did see that. And yeah, you have two good running backs. Yeah. You have Javante Williams, who's going to be a stud, and Melvin, Go- Melvin Gordon, who's more than capable. But oh, dude, it just. I'm not saying you can't ever line up and shotgun and fucking do it, but it's like, it just didn't work. You just fumbled. Fucking line up, hut over the top. Yeah, because when I saw the Browns line up, I'm like, oh, they're they're diving it to um, Hunt. Yeah. Here, they're going to dive yeah. it to. And then they play action. It was a really good play call. That shit made me so mad, dude. That that one that one pissed me off more than any other game. And also, too, because he reacted like a little whiny-ass bitch and called yeah. this timeout. No, anybody who says that the 64... Like, I saw Russ will, Russell come out and say, hey, it's uh, it was the right call. It's like, no, it wasn't, because Fuck nobody... No. 
look, if you go for it and you fail, nobody's saying, well, maybe they should have tried to kick it yeah. from fucking. Yeah. <laughs> try to try to damn Behind near the set the record. Line. Yeah, damn near set the record for longest kick no ever. No one's going to question that. If you're in a dome too, that's one thing. That's that's one thing. You're in fucking Seattle. You're in Seattle. Known for having inclement weather every fucking day. Yeah, no, I was so surprised when they lined up. He's a piece of shit. And then when he missed it so far on the practice kick, I was like, oh, they're pulling them. They're they're gonna be they're gonna go for it now. And then they just still I know that was perfect. You got a chance at it. And it was way off. Yeah. You and the second one was closer than the first one. But still, I don't give a fuck. And it, oh, yeah, dude. no, that's just because I, part of me was like, if, too, if you don't have any time on a clock, that's different. Yeah, but with twenty seconds left, I get it. It's fourth down, but yeah, but that's it's like a you, kick you only attempt with no time left. You fucking you you walked your way to that fourth and five. You had no sense of urgency because you couldn't get the play call in. Oh yeah, you just took three timeouts with you to allow them to have to get in victory formation three fucking times. And it, oh, dude, like he's playing Madden. He's calling his timeouts when they're trying to kneel the ball. At that point, just go, okay, I fucked up. It's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's it's so clear. Like people say, oh, we got a good player. You have to have a good coach or he's going to lose you the game. Right. So that guy should be ashamed. He should be fired. But anyway, three and three. We hit our lock. Could have been much better. You swept the board. Yeah, I had the under 52 and the Rams-Bills game. And, yeah, it was looking great, like, for the whole game, basically. And it was even looking really good towards the end. And then the Bills hit two deep balls, one to Gabriel Davis, ended up scoring on Gabriel Davis shortly after that, yeah. And then the big one to Stephon Diggs on the next possession. Um, so there was a little bit of ups and downs toward the end where you're, like, just hoping that the Rams didn't get the ball and try to score a cheap touchdown to mm-hmm. go over or something. But it ended up... We ended up covering by 11 points. Um, the Lions plus four, the back door. Um, they actually there. had a chance to get the ball back late in this game. But um, Philadelphia got stopped on third and short. And I was so mad because I was like, maybe they try to kick a 50-yard. A fi- it was over 50 yards for a field goal. But I was like, oh, they might go for it. Well, they went for it and failed. So that was good. Um, and then... The Texans plus seven. This game ended in a tie. The Texans were leading and they blew the lead. But um, I told y'all watch out for the Texans. Mm-hmm. Twenty to three. Yeah, like in like late in the third quarter. Yeah, really late. They should have won that game. Right. Yeah. So how, do, how does Jonathan Taylor run for one hundred and seventy yards and you still tie? Yeah. The Texans. That's crazy. Pittman had a big game too. Yeah, he did. Um. Cooks did well for the Texans. It was kind of weird how the Texans, because statistically a lot of their players didn't do that. Yeah, that hot. Nobody popped out. Yep. Um. All right, Joseph, you went uh, three and one. Very good. We dubbed you as an NFL guy, and you did not disappoint. You came. You came ready to play. Highly touted. Remember by yourself. Yes. No, by you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Only loss was the Saints. Square yeah, bet. Yeah, it was. I let my heart get in the way. But, but no he, one expected um no uh, Atlanta okay but has tremendous success. as a Saints fan do we not know we always struggle in games like this well, we always start especially slow. with Atlanta we typically start slow every especially yeah. with Atlanta but just looking at the and matchup yeah. I didn't expect you know. Mariota to play that well or, no I didn't either but right. scrambling quarterbacks do give us trouble we saw yeah. with Jalen Hurts which right. they're not on the same level but still we typically 
if you're if you're a stationary quarterback, Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, we're like we're gonna give you fucking fits. So like I would have rather take the Saints. I would have. I should have left that alone last week and take them as home dogs this week. I would have rather done that. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, three and one is a fucking great start. Vikings were a great call. Justin Jefferson's unstoppable. Um, That's the only point I made on that game. That's really all you guard. needed to make. He could not. He got, there was one clip where Justin Jefferson's lined up in the slot. He fakes out and comes back in. Jair went out and didn't come back in. So right. uh, he had, I think they said he had, four yards of separation on average, which was the most of any wide receiver. <laughs> That's 12 fucking feet. It's crazy that he fell. No, yeah, you hit the nail on the head with that one because I will even I even said, like, I didn't, I had no fucking thought that he was going to be as good as he is. And I really, I was, not that he wasn't capable of being good, but I I was not high, like, on him being a fucking top five wide receiver in the Yeah, I didn't league, know about let alone all that. Two. I was just like, he's definitely, in my opinion, he was just definitely the best in that class. And that was a super, a really, really good class. Well, his 40 times surprised me. Yeah. I, don't, I, I thought he Once was slower that than came that. came out, he, um, he shot up draft boards, but then he still was, like, the fourth or fifth receiver yeah. picked as, like. But, he, but he's, like, incredibly fucking good. Like, he's, oh, yeah. like, equally as good as Jamar Chase. They're yeah. a little different, but also, like. I mean, he's going up and getting it over two people. Like, fucking, you can throw jump balls. Yeah, he his can do ball everything. skills is what it's separated incredible. him. Uh, the route running, obviously. But Like, I was just watching, and like I was just like, geez, because I had Dalvin Cook in fantasy, so I was keeping an eye on that one, obviously. Um, but I was just like, God damn, dude. Like, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, there, he's it, not. And the way the NFL's catered, like now, it's more beneficial for players, like wide receivers especially, but there's nothing you can do. Yeah. You have to, you're going to have to double him every time. Yeah, the difference between him and Chase is mainly like the run after the catch yeah. for Jamar Chase is when you would but, give him the But Justin Jefferson's Oh no, he's not really bad, but Jamar Chase, dude, he gets it in space. Yeah. He's One also he's year. also bigger. Yeah. He's also bigger. Right. His body type, the fact that he can run like He's like he a can. running back. Yeah, the fact that's what I'm saying, the fact that he's able to run after the catch with that body type is so impressive. Yeah, the speed's impressive. And then look at uh that one catch he fucking oh, had. Oh my! It, I don't think it counted. No, his foot went was barely out. Was Ooh. dude? He is. That just goes to show you how fucking good 2019 was. How good that team was. Yep. Clyde Edwards-Helaire had two touchdowns. I mean, yeah. fucking Joe Burrow. I know he had a rough day. Delpit had a pick. Yeah, it's like that team was so damn good. You got Chase on. Chase on uh, had a on sack. the Jags. You got fucking I, just all across the board. You had guys. Derek Stingley, Stingley came up with a. Fucking fantastic pass breakup that um did he? It may have did he get a pick? Made the game go to overtime. No, but it was in the end zone. I didn't take it, but I was looking at his um over under pick total. I think it was one and a half. Um, yeah, it was one and a half for the season, and I'm like I I was really close to taking the over. Um, but so I was I want I, I was thinking about that. I was like, if he gets a pick week one, I'm gonna be fucking pissed. Yeah, no, like, I was watching. I don't know. It might have been a fourth down. It was something. It was a big play. But when he come up with the pass breakup, I didn't even know it was him at first. I'm like, damn, that was a fucking amazing play. Yeah. And then my dad was like, who is that? And I'm yeah. like, that's fucking Stingley, dude. <laughs> I know it. Him and Sauce Gardner. That's the two you got to watch to see who like. Which they're saying they're so high on Sauce. Who Gardner. was Kobe Bryant playing for? Was he playing for Seattle? I don't know. I mean, I, was I think saying, so I because they were Cincinnati. like it's surprising that um, because they were playing rookie cornerbacks and yeah. it was yeah, like I remember them too. Yeah. Um, Wilson wasn't able to really take advantage of that for I most know. of the game. I know, pissed me off, man. Don't uh, yeah, I don't want to go back down that road. Um, and that was my last pick. The Chargers minus three and a half, a lot. Yeah, they they very 
easily could not have covered if if they got that two point conversion. The Raiders. Yeah, see, those are those are tough. Yeah, it's tough because it's a divisional matchup. We just saw them last year nearly end in a tie. Like they, those two teams know each other really well. Um, a lot of people are very high on the Chargers, myself included. This year, the yeah. offense is going to be really really good. Um, that's why I didn't take the Raiders, but I definitely didn't like it. Um, and then Justin, you went two and one. You hit your lock as well, betting against the Jets on nine eleven. That's ballsy. Yeah, no, I even said that before. Whenever they're doing the ceremony and stuff like that, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Uh-huh. But um, yeah, and um, what's his name? His brother was in the building or something. Who? Salah's brother. Robert oh, Salah. really? Yeah. Damn. Damn. One of the officers. he was a firefighter, or he was like just. I think he was working. Damn. Well, that sucks. Or something to that. Did you see one of the <laughs> like a former Yankee? He didn't die. No, he didn't die. Oh, he. Did. Oh, his brother. Let didn't me clarify. Die? Yeah. Oh, okay. He didn't die. He's, Wait, he survived. Are you talking about what I was about to say? He's talking about Robert Sala, the head coach of the Jets. Oh, no, Jets. The, the former Yankees guy uh, that turned to a cop was going to, like, a memorial and got in a wreck and died. Oh, Jesus, I have no idea who you're talking about, but yeah, that doesn't true. sound good. Um, But, yeah, so 2-1 and one for Justin, hit his lock of the week. So, yeah, I go 3-3. Three and three. Worse, if, if, if – I'm going 500, and that's the worst of anybody. That's a good fucking week. We all hit our locks. Um, should have been four and two, but the Broncos have a goddamn schmuck for a head coach. But three and three for me, three and zero oh for Nick, three and one for Joseph, and two and one for Justin. So we are all off to a good start. And this week is a little iffy for me. I didn't, I didn't have too many that jumped off the page. Um, a lot of weird spreads, I thought. Yeah, Thursday night matchup gonna be a fucking good one. Chargers and Chiefs in uh, Kansas City. Chiefs are four point favorites. Over under sits at four, 54 and a half. Who's got a lean? Last I saw it was four and a half. It grew. Oh, I got four. I got four as well. Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah, I know. When I checked like three or four hours ago, it was at four. When did you check? Um, literally like right before I came here. Mine was at like. 11 this morning. Okay, three yeah, I see four there. I see four there. Sounds like somebody wants to take the Chargers. Well, I do, but I did see it's been growing. It went all the way I to got, four and a half. I got four there as well. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'll start it. Go ahead. Where'd you check? Chargers. Three Me? Yeah. I just checked the personal book. Yeah, but did you check? And then I checked FanDuel, too. Yeah, FanDuel's what I got, three and a half. And I, yeah. Three and a half? Yeah, earlier today. Oh, I didn't see three and a half. Right now, I mean. I'm checking right now. No, I don't know about right now. Currently on, on, on FanDuel, they do have four and a half. I never saw three and a half, if I'm being honest. It was way earlier, though. It was three and a half. Like oh, you did see three and a half? Yeah. yeah, but way like yesterday. No, this morning. Maybe this morning, but it's quickly today it, it started to grow. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I got it. Chargers plus three and a half. Oh, would, you took the Chargers at three and a half? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. Well, then we're house divided. I'm on the Chiefs, minus four. So mine's already locked in. Can't y'all bet aren't, y'all aren't after last week. Y'all aren't, um, well, at home is a big big difference here for me um but yeah y'all aren't hit me with no four and a half you can take four and a half but because it is there at four and a half but it's also at four other places so you're taking a minus four i'm taking the chiefs minus four 
All right, Justin, who are you going with? I'm going with the over, 54, and then I also have a lock. Uh, okay. I'm also on the over as well. Okay. What are you taking? I'm going to go Chargers plus four. I think that this game is settled by a field goal. Okay. Um, if you had a lean on the total, what would it be? Over. Okay. So, Joseph, you're on the Chargers as well? Yes. Do you want to take four or four and a half, seeing how that is capable yes. to be taken? Okay. Um, I mean, if you if you feel really confident about three and a half, yeah, we'll give you that one. It's I mean, I already bet it. So. They could lose by four. We'll re-bet it at four, yeah, four and a half and <laughs> four, four and a half. Um, we'll just go with four across the board, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That'll well, work. when that'll we work. all push, y'all are going to be pissed. Um, yeah, Whatever, I'm, I'm used to pushes, so <laughs> I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think um, I'm interested just to see. Day in paradise. <laughs> I'm interested to see who they're going to put on um, Travis Kelsey. They're going to put Derwin James on him. Yeah, I so, mean, look, they got Mac. That's a diff. He made a difference against uh, the Raiders. Raiders. So um, they made some improvements to the defense. That kind of. They they were susceptible. Though. Yeah, last year. I, well, even, even looking in at the game, the game I mean, the Adams had a huge game, but I mean, they come up with a how many Another times thing they intercept? Too, Keenan Carr. Allen's out. Yeah, he is out. And Mike Williams looks like shit. Yeah, that's a, that's part of the reason why I'm on the Chiefs. It's one week though. But Keenan Allen's out. I know, but you can't. Yeah, but Mike, Mike Williams, Williams faded heavy as fuck at the end of last season. Yeah. Mike Williams has not lived up to the hype. So he had a fast start to last season and then yeah, fell off. Right. And then now I think he benefits from having Keenan Allen across the field from him. So Keenan Allen has been dealing with injuries all throughout his career. I don't think he's a number one wide receiver. Um, I like Palmer for I the Chargers. I do like Josh Palmer. Uh, I like Palmer. So they still have guys. I, I'm betting the over, too. They're going to be able to put up points. Yeah, but I just sure. think that the Chiefs are just a well-oiled machine. So You're not wrong. And, they are. and Patrick Mahomes' ability to extend plays. He looked fucking dialed in. It he looked was like ridiculous. He was, and this is one of those, like, it, even if it, – it it very well could come down to a field goal. But I trust the Chiefs' offense a little bit more than I do the Chargers' offense. Yeah. Juju, Juju, uh, he fit right in. He did pretty good. Yeah, yeah. what did he um, – I know he fumbled, though. But, yeah. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I want to say he had, like, six or seven targets and maybe, like, five receptions. He had six catches for 79 yards. Kelsey obviously dominated the uh, receiving category. Category eight catches, 121 yards, and a touchdown. Clyde Edwards-Elair caught two touchdowns out the backfield. Valdez Scantling had four catches. So he's spreading it around. Sky Moore only one catch, but it was a 30-yard catch. I have high hopes for him. I think he can be pretty decent. Isaiah Pacheco looked good. Yeah, Pacheco's good as well. Um, yeah, he led the way rushing 12. He actually out outgained or not outgained but well he outcarried he did outgain but he also outcarried Clyde Edwards Elair he had 12 carries 62 yards and a touchdown what did I'm just going to pull up cuz now we're there was no way for um like everybody was on the same thing at in some form or fashion uh last week now we're now we're on opposite sides so Herbert was 26 of 34 three touchdowns no picks 279 yards Keenan Allen led the way, four catches, 66 yards. Don't know who Carter is. Carter caught a touchdown. Is that a tight end? It's got to be, huh? No. DeAndre, DeAndre Carter, Carter, wide receiver, yeah. Um, and then you got you got Carter, you got Everett. Like, where the fuck was Mike Williams? He had two catches for 10 yards. Right. So, yeah, I, I feel like with Keenan Allen not there, they do have – it's like – 
it's going to be a lot of it's going to be a lot of Eckler out the backfield, like checkdowns to him. But even Palmer had three catches for five yards. I'm not mistaken. Josh Kelly got quite a few touches as well. Uh, rushing the football? No, uh, receiving. No. No? Two, two catches, 14 yards, four carries, 21 yards. Got involved. Um, what's the money at? Did you look? Um, I'm sure. What'd you, well, yeah, if you had to guess. The sharp money? Public and sharp. I'm sure they're both on the Chiefs. You think? Um. Yes. Um. There's more of a discrepancy on the Chargers, like bigger difference. But seventy or sixty-one percent of the money is on the Chiefs, and sharp money is on the Chiefs as well. But all right. So opposite sides of the fence there, Justin. You're just on the over. I also have a lock. Okay. Okay. So we'll get to that at the end. Um. Let's see. All right, my first one on Sunday, taking the Saints plus three at home, getting points against a team that we've dominated, especially on our home field. I wasn't blown away by Tampa's offense. So Tampa, that interior pressure, every time that they would try to get interior pressure and blitz up the middle, they were able to get home, Michael Parsons specifically, but they kept they weren't really like fucking committing to it, I guess. Chris Godwin got banged up. Uh, Donovan Smith, the left tackle, got banged up. He's probably more than likely going to be okay, but still. I mean, they, they've already got injuries on that offensive line. We know Tom Brady very well. Justin Evans out the slot had the, was the highest graded slot corner last week. The rookie that we is not, that we have now taken the place of Chauncey Gardner Johnson. He stepped right up, did very well. Chauncey Gardner Johnson in that role gave Tom Brady fits a little bit. So Justin Evans playing well. I I like that. I know Julio. They're saying oh he's back to old Julio. He's not back to old Julio. He's not going to go back to Atlanta, Julio. I don't think. So, Marshawn Lattimore does very well on either one, either Julio or Mike Evans. Mike Evans was That one was back, too. Well, that's why I just said he got banged up. He's out so, for he's couple, out? He's out for a couple yeah. weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't watch the end of this game. This game was fucking boring. Oh, it was horrible. It's if like I didn't so a, bad. Yeah, yeah, it was horrible. Um, yeah, his knee's fine. He hurt his quad or oh, okay. his hamstring, something hamstring. like that. So, they said he's realistically he's going to be okay. He's, they're just nursing it for a couple weeks. Um, but who, uh, Debo, if he's back, I really hope he is back. I think that they were taking him out, expecting us to do better against Atlanta than we did. And they were kind of just resting him for Tampa. Hopefully, uh, that very well could not be the case and he may miss, but I hope he doesn't. If he's back, I feel much better, uh, there. We dominate Tom Brady. Yeah. It was interesting how the bucks were moving the ball when I was watching and then they were struggling. To yes. score touchdown, so and Gronk we a, we missing. Have a good, we have a good red zone defense too. Yeah, we still got to account for Julio though. Without Gronk, they still haven't been able to uh, figure out yeah. how they're going to score when they get it close. Yeah, that's Brady's favorite target in the red zone. So yeah, Julio can kiss my ass, dude. Um, he he shit on Tennessee. He shit. It's always a threat. He shit on Tennessee, dude. They were they were like saying Tennessee for Super Bowl, and then yeah. Julio just didn't give a fuck. I would. The Tennessee fans despise Julio Jones because now he's they're like, oh, he's back to his old self. He's on the TB12 method, and now he <laughs> yeah. can fucking run again. Like, give me a goddamn break. Um, Alvin Kamara's a little banged up, dealing with a rib injury. Obviously, all of those things. This is the blessing and the curse of going early with our picks early in the week. We're giving you picks before anybody else are. Any other show comes out Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in that range. 
We give them to you early. Sometimes it works in our favor. Sometimes it doesn't. There's some injuries that I, I honestly would like, obviously would like to know the outcome of. But taking Saints plus three. Are you on it? No. Are you? Are you? I'm not. Good. Fuck y'all. <laughs> All right. What's your uh, first Sunday game? Um, Dolphins at Ravens. I'm going to take the Dolphins plus three and a half. Okay. The defense was impressive. Tyreek Hill and Waddle, I think that that's um, that could pose matchup problems for the Rave for the Ravens, and then um, when the Pats keyed on the run too, I had enough enough success for them to to win the game. So um, it'll be interesting interesting to see how the Ravens play if they try to stop the run um, and make Tua make plays with his arms. I don't know if it's a little bit. Concerning because I'm not totally sold that two is going to be able to get it done, but um, three and a half here, I like it. Okay, uh, Justin, what's your first one on Sunday? Uh, first one's going to be a twelve o'clock game: Panthers and Giants. I'm going to take the Panthers plus two and a half. Um, I like the Panthers secondary. Uh, I think it'll really have force um Giants to run the ball, especially after Saquon coming off a, a good game. So. Panthers just load the box up and, I mean, try to stop them. Easier said than done. I think they can go ahead and, and cover this game and win. Okay, I'm on the Giants. I really, I nearly made it my lock. I really like the Giants a lot this week. Um, at home is, is the big thing for me. The Giants looked really good. Not really good. I take that back. The Giants responded really well to getting down against Tennessee. Um, I love the two-point conversion call. I love the go for it fucking they're going to rally around that coach now Brian Dabble. Saquon looked like a fucking beast. Saquon's back. So if he can avoid injury, my fantasy team is going to benefit tremendously from it. But yeah, uh he looked damn good. They've I I'm curious as to why they won't implement Kadarius Tony. Yeah, that was he got interesting. he played 9 snaps. They he he got a jet sweep and took it 20 yards damn near and like made multiple people miss. He looks dynamic with the ball in his hands. Something clearly is going on there. I've been big on the Giants secondary for years now. So this may be the year they're putting it together. The Titans are a good team. The Titans are a good football team and they went toe to toe with them and ended up obviously getting a little fortunate, but you gotta have nuts to take a two point conversion call like that. So two and a half at home. Baker didn't look very good. I know he crawled back into the game and gave, did enough for them to win. But that's a Browns team that is a really good Browns team, but is lacking at the quarterback position. This is a kind of a do-or-die year for Daniel Jones and the Giants. So I like what they have defensively, especially in the secondary. So give me that minus two and a half at home. Are either one of y'all on this? I'm on it, but it's it's my um, last one, and it's your my lock. lock. Interesting. So we'll wait and see which side that is. What is your first Sunday game? My first one is Lions-Commanders over 49 and a half. If you look at the Lions – this past week against the Eagle put up 35 points. Uh, a, a mid-tier defense in the Eagles could be good, could be bad, and I think that's the same scenario here with the Commanders. And you look at the Commanders, they played, who was it, the Jaguars, and yes. put up 28. Made Carson Wentz look like a stud. And I'm, I'm not sold on Carson Wentz, obviously, either. It's Carson Wentz. But uh, they're playing another low-level defense this week in the Lions. You look at them, they just gave up 38 points. <laughs> So I'm thinking this is going to be a shootout. That is massively disrespectful to the Lions. Um, <laughs> 38 points. I kind of want to take the Lions with the points. I'm, I mean, obviously, I'm expecting that. What do you mean? 
How's that? defense? <laughs> <laughs> what are you the betting here? The over? He's taking the yeah. over. The, yeah, but the Eagles have a good offense. Okay. The okay. over you sound like You sound like uh, Brown was you, pretty good. You sound like... Uh, Sebastian Minnesota. Yes, Scalco. yes. I love what? it. This is why I start talking like yeah. that. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Over what? <laughs> Jesus. Did you see that Yes, look? I did. 49 and a half. You're new here. Ooh. Um, <laughs> no, it felt low. Well. It felt low. I'm on that one with you, Joe. Nice. I kind of want to take the Lions here. I have question marks by it, but what are your thoughts? What's the um, spread? Minus one. And they played. A half? They played a good. Eagle. They're at home. Minus yeah, two? they played a good. They were just at home last week, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they played a good Eagles team. Backdoor cover, but three point loss. The Commanders played the Jaguars. They're not that fucking good. I I, I feel at first Washington looked good. It's interesting. Early in the it's game, interesting. and then it was interesting how they fell apart, kinda. I kind of thought this game was going to be a pick 'em. Um. But this is a good opportunity for the Lions to get a win. Start out one and one. Would they go like zero oh and ten to start the year last year? Yeah, but they it, it played so many close ones. No, they did, it but it was deep into the season when they finally got the win. Jared Goff's running yeah. across the field with his helmet off, going to hug Dan Campbell. I like the I like the Lions. We liked them last year. We took them week one. They covered for us. I think this is a good opportunity for them to get a win. They have guys on offense. It's yeah. just defensively, can they step yeah. up? Definitely. So. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Fuck it. I'll take the Lions minus two. Shark dropped a few, but he looked good, too. Yeah, Amon or St. Amon Brown Ra. looked good. Yeah. Um, so did uh, Williams. Too. Jamal Williams, yeah. They're loaded. Yeah, he had a good run where he got stuffed at the goal line and then was managed to stay alive and bounce it and yeah. get in. I think he got two touchdowns. Yeah, he might have. Vulture and uh, DeAndre Swift. Yeah. But All right, I have just my lock left. I have one more than my lock. How many more do you have? Just my lock. One more in a lot. All right, Justin, go with your one more. All right. Uh, got the 325 game. Bengals and uh, fucking Cowboys. Taking Bengals <laughs> minus seven and a half. <laughs> Cowboys. Yeah, this was under seven. I liked it then. I, I considered it then, but that half point worries me a little bit. I think it opened up as a pick em, but that was I think that was way before Dak got yeah. hurt and all that, or Jerry Jones announced that he was getting surgery and shit. At least you yeah, knew that. I don't that know because hurt. they announced he was having surgery that night. Um, Jerry Jones is getting surgery on, on his heart. Dak Prescott. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they look like shit, but the Bengals didn't look fucking spectacular either. So the seven and a half. Yeah, but you only look. expect they didn't look bad though because they moved the ball even though they turned it over yeah. like crazy. But like you can't expect them to burrow it he's not gonna do that no again. definitely not he's not throwing five fucking right. he's not not turning it over five times and jamar chase but is higgins is out up. is he out or is he in i don't know I think he's out we no it hasn't been the ruled. concussion no, he's trying to protocol pass, he's trying to pass protocol okay. it has not been ruled yet um p ryan looked good P. Ryan. yeah i don't know i didn't i didn't see much from him i know mixon led the way with 27 carries 82 yards um but yeah nothing's been ruled on t higgins okay um all right, Joseph, what is your next one before you lock? It, this is another one that feels weird. Um, feels like a trap. Mm-hmm. Steelers plus one and a half over the Patriots. Um, Mac Jones is back. We don't know, right? Right. They're expecting him to play. It was just, it was. Um, Even with him, the Steelers like shutting mu- it him down. It was muscle cramps, I think they said. Yeah. Huh. I'm pretty sure that's what I read. Yeah, I'm thinking the Steelers are just going to do. Exactly what they did to the Bengals, but he's not going to score like the Bengals did. Oh, you're going to take the Steelers? Plus one and a half. That's ballsy. Feels like a trap. What about Stinks. Harris? The Patriots 
Damien Harris? Najee Harris. Oh, I don't know. That too. Is he injured? I don't fucking know. Still taking He got banged up. Yeah. He is questionable. What do you mean? He might be out. He's their entire offense. You better hope to God he's not I'm still taking Steelers. Did you watch their offense? Yes. They scored 20 points and this game went to overtime. I think their defense scores 14 alone. I think the the Patriots Patriots defense is very good. No, they're good. I don't know about well, very Harry, good yet. They always scheme very well. Yeah, they do. And, that's and why especially with this fantasy. with this goddamn schmuck at quarterback. All right, let's make a deal. If okay. Harris plays and y'all cover, then we go to Harris's after. <laughs> Harris's? <laughs> deal. <laughs> all right, so you're taking C, uh, Steelers with the Colts. Okay. Without both of them, too. All right. So now we all have just locks left, correct? Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to play the soundbite one time to signify it's time for the locks. Okay. We won't do it every time. Well, I was okay, I like like that. well I told you going in, I prepped you. you had, it's like you were you had like an autistic moment where you're like, ah, it just started screaming. He kept so looking feels, at the board. It was like a being tortured. <laughs> yeah. yeah Wanted to turn chamber. down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so one time. All right, locks of the week. I was really... Fuck. God damn on, it, dude. dude. I need to label this shit, yeah, man. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I need to just make... I need to get Kyle to make something specific. Um, all right, my lock of the week. I'm interested to see if anybody else is on it because it's definitely stood out to me. I'm taking the Colts minus four. I know it's a road game. Jaguars are still the Jaguars. Uh, Colts played very... Not up to par against the Texans. So I feel like they're a team that had high hopes this year. Obviously, it was a tie, um, but they're going to come out. Yeah. They're going to come out much more uh, efficient and ready to roll. Michael Pittman looked good. You still got Jonathan Taylor at running back. Matt Ryan needs to do a better job. Did not look very good. Uh, Darius Leonard, I don't think he's going to be back. But if he was, that would be nice. Uh, he's really their only guy on the injury report. He's one of the best linebackers in Do football. Do they call him something else? It's like uh, Shaquille? Shaquille Leonard now. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say, I was like, I saw that because it was one of my bets last week, and I was like, they're saying Shaquille Leonard's out. I was like, I know Darius Leonard. I don't know no damn yeah, Shaquille yeah. Leonard. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's that's him. So I'm taking Colts minus four. It's my lock of the week. All right. All right, what's yours? Um, Panthers at Giants. Giants minus two and a half. The Giants did well stopping Henry, and they battled through adversity, not scoring any points in the first half. Daniel Daniel Jones played fairly good other than the interception in the end zone, but he came back from it and led the Giants downfield to score the game-winning touchdown. Um, I think the Giants are quietly very good, so I'm going with the Giants minus 2.5 as my lock of the week. Bing bong. That's what I've been saying. That's what I've been saying. I like the Giants. This is going to set the tail. Either Justin's one-off last year was a fluke or he's going to continue to lead the way in the NFL. So we're going to find out. But I like the Giants, and I like that we're both on the Giants. Are you on the Giants? Mm-mm. Idiot. <laughs> I'm on this game. All right, what's your lock of the week? Packers. Ugh. Looks like a lot of points. It is <laughs> a lot of points. That's going to make the public say, hmm, come here, Bears. Trust me. <laughs> is that what they're saying? The Packers are winning – by at least 17, at least. Mm-hmm. The Bears coming off a win against the 49ers. Good. Feels good for the team. Cheap-ass fucking ear, uh, drainage or whatever, dude. The fuck <laughs> oh, their field, field was a pond. Oh, it cost, cost me my fucking running back in all my fantasy leagues. <laughs> their, field, their field's terrible. 
Uh, Elijah, Elijah Mitchell. Mitchell. Thanks a lot. Uh, I got nobody. Guess now. who's first on waivers? Getting Jeff Wilson this week. I guess who gives a shit? Not this not guy. good to be first on yeah. waivers though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What are you bragging about having a bad week? So I'm on. I'm on. The lock is Packers minus nine and a half, and I'm also on the over forty two and a half. Okay, Christian Watson dropped a seventy five yard touchdown first play of the game. Terrible. Oh, that sucked. Horrible. And it was like because I have Rodgers in another league. I have yeah, I have, Wat- I have Watson on my bench in the regular league. Okay, um, in my league, so Rodgers fucking was pissed. It was a beautiful oh, yeah. throw. Oh, it was. It was right was in his hands. Yeah. So, but it's promising that he was open like that. Right. I mean, and I don't know who else he has because um, is it Lazard? I think he's hurt. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. Got, it's you got Romeo Randall Dobbs. Cobb. He was feeding him. Yeah. Uh, throughout the game, and but, then the tight ends. Tanyan. Tanyan, right. yeah. Who's AJ the other Dillon one? Dylan was basically his receiver, too. Right. Who's the other tight end they have now? Is Do they still have Mercedes Lewis? I don't know. No. They had him for a little while. Tanyan. Yeah, he's one of them, but I thought they they picked up another solid tight end. I can tell you in two seconds. Hold on. But it's like I said last week, Like I think they're going to do the same thing they did last year. Yeah. They come out real, real, real slow, and then the second game they just, you know, Rodgers gets pissed and wants revenge. I think he gets his revenge this week. Josiah DeGuara. That's not ringing a bell. Well, he's a tight end, and he had two catches for 28 yards. Um, And that's like the only other tight end. Tyler Davis? Uh, Maybe I was saying something I thought was real, but it really was just fake. (laughs) (laughs) Get on the Packers, I'm telling you right now. All right, Justin, what's your lock of the week? Uh, Chiefs minus four against the Chargers. Locking it in. All right. How does that make you feel? What do you mean? Like that? I don't not like that. Justin riding you, with you? Yeah, I mean Justin was the NFL guy last That's year. That's what I'm saying. But we got to find out if Justin's the NFL guy this year. Fair enough. Um, so to recap, I have Chiefs minus four, the over fifty four and a half, Saints plus three, Giants minus two and a half, Lions minus two, and my lock of the week are the Colts minus four. We were on a lot of dogs last week. We're on a lot of favorites this week. Okay, I'm on the Chargers plus four. And a half, where some places you look. Um, the Dolphins plus three and a half, and the Giants minus two and a half as my lock of the week. So what are you calling it? Four or four and a half? Because if it sits at four, if we don't say it right now, you're going to be like, well, I could have had four and a half. Or, or you're going to say, I did get four and a half. So stake it right I'll now. I'll just four take and a half? four, okay? Okay, you got to live with that decision. That's what I was going to ask. Do I give this out right now at three and a half, which I got it at? No, no just, four. Yeah, four. It's at okay. four. If you have a better number, you can take the better well, number. Well, okay, but I didn't know you want me to get it out as. But Jay, there's four and a half floating around out there, and y'all are just leaving that half point. Don't need it. All right, saying. I got him plus four and a half. No, you have four. You can't have four and a half if he has four. <laughs> okay. It's four. I'm confident with four. Okay. No, I am too, but come on. Let's take four and a half. Chiefs it's a field 12. goal game. All right, go ahead. Thursday right. night. Yeah, Chargers, plus three and a half. Why are you looking over there? Uh, against the Chiefs, plus no, four. No, plus Sorry. four. We're fucking Jeez, around, dude. Christ. Lions, Commanders, over 49 and a half. Steelers, plus one and a half against the Pats. And my lock of the week, um, Packers, minus nine and a half over the Bears with over 42 and a half. Okay, Justin? Uh, Thursday night, Chargers and Chiefs, over 54. Then I got the Panthers, plus two and a half against the Giants. And I got the Bengals, minus seven and a half against the Cowboys. And I'm taking the Commanders and Lions over at 49. And then for my lock of the week, it's going to be the Chiefs minus four against the Chargers. All righty. That is our NFL picks for NFL week two. I feel like it's without question we are the premier NFL podcast right now. So uh, you can't find 
better numbers across the board from four different people. I had the worst week, and I went three and three. So, and we hit the locks four and zero. Oh, swept the board when it comes to locks. Uh, for everybody who has not already subscribed to the YouTube page, Big Easy Bets TV, go give it a subscribe. Uh, go give it a like. And if you don't like listening to podcasts, you can now watch the podcast. Uh, top three this week. Top three ice cream. Ice cream novelties. I don't know what the fuck that meant. To be yeah, honest. Me like, but yeah, it doesn't have to just be ice cream flavors. I didn't think. Yeah, it means um like little ice cream snacks. snacks right? Yes, like yes. I, an ice cream sandwich. Yes, I don't yes. Think about the snacks. Idiot. It can be no, no. just straight up regular no, I ice have cream. snacks, but I forgot one. I I'll just go out and you say you know it. what I'm talking. I'll about. just go out and say it. I don't have dibs on there. Okay, if that's what you're about I'm, to say. No, it's gonna be honest. Dibs is a good one. No, but that it's goddamn a, Marriott. It's that oh, goddamn Marriott in Tennessee us. or Carolina fucked my life over on yep. dibs. Yep. What they do? Well, we were like, oh my god, they have dibs. We're out in the fucking ghetto. Um, <laughs> go down there. Apparently, the freezer doesn't work, and they've had these dibs for like twenty years. Yeah, they were like powder. The ice cream was like non-existent. It was the weirdest experience I've ever had. I was like, yeah, I'll be right back up. Let me go get some dibs. Yeah, Joseph runs down down there. there We bring up some fucking icicles. Yeah, I was like, what is it? I was about about to go down there and like, I I was really upset. I was really upset because I was looking forward. The dibs were probably the best thing they had in the entire building. Yep. And even after we realized that they were dog shit dibs, they were still the best thing in the entire building. (laughs) So this hotel was not the best. Um, well, we did see a uh, old opponent of, of of Iron Mike. Oh yeah, we ran into a guy who fought Mike Tyson. Um, <laughs> bone, bone crusher. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll buy a poster. Yeah, comes up and says, hey, everybody, tells us this big story while we're trying to eat our complimentary continental breakfast, uh, which was just microwave waffles, basically. Uh, comes up and tells us this story about how he he took he took Tyson the distance and this and that and uh. Steve, my uncle, remember, he was like... He said, holy shit. Yeah, he was like, bone crusher? Yeah. Like, he remembered. They they followed Tyson, like, heavy. Um, and then he's like... It got to the point to where he was then asking for money. And it was like, oh. I didn't oh. even realize it, my dumb ass. Yeah, I'll get a poster, sure. Yeah, he thought... He, Joseph thought he handed him out. Joseph thought he was giving these posters out. <laughs> it's like, all right, young man, that'll be thirty four ninety nine. we're like, oh, was okay, like, goodbye. <laughs> Carry on. He looked like his bones had been crushed. Um he was struggling. He had fuckloads of knee surgeries, you could tell. Yeah. Um, his entire family looked horrendously depressed and like was not thrilled to hear the story again because he told us the story that you could tell he's rehearsed many of times. Yeah. That's what happens when you fight Mike Tyson. You get your fucking life ruined, apparently. So Mike Tyson was buying tigers. This guy is staying at the Marriott <laughs> with us. Um, but okay, anyway. All right, we'll start three to one. Number three. Just an old school ice cream cookie sandwich. Two chocolate chip cookies, ice cream in the, the middle. The Toll House? Yes. Or are we going like... M&M? Any of them are good, not M&M. You don't like M&M's? No, I don't. I don't. The Toll House one's pretty good. The Toll House is really good, but this is my list. It's the third okay. best. Number two, Bluebell Mardi Gras cheese... Mar- not cheesecake. Fuck. Bluebell Mardi Gras king cake. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> If you've never had it. I have had it. It's very good. I've never had it. But Bluebell has so many better flavors. It's Well, it's a seasonal. It's very good. Okay. What's better? What do you say, um, cookies and cream? No. Um, Bride's cake. My number one. <laughs> shit. Well, okay, we'll get to it. Mardi Gras king cake, Bluebell. Very good if you haven't tried it. Number one, Ben and Jerry's half-baked. 
Mm. Good pick. Undefeated. Respect. It's undefeated. You could go cookie two-step if you want to branch out Respect. a little bit, which is still okay. basically the same thing. Respect. You don't know what Ben and Jerry's half-baked is? Oh, dude. Yeah, no, I know it. Cook, well, what was that? They got well, Jimmy Chunky Fallon Monkey's on the front. Good. Chunky Monkey. Yeah, and uh, Cherry Garcia. Okay. <laughs> Justin, oh, God. Justin, you like that one? <laughs> Dude, half-baked is the best. You get the brownie. You get the cookie dough. What's you got the chocolate, one with the cone vanilla. in it? Uh, I don't know, dude. Jimmy Fallon. Americone Dream. Yeah, that one's good. Oh, it's the, not the, better than half-baked. Yeah, ha- half-baked is, is the best one. Yeah. It's not even close. All right. All right, go ahead. Three to one. Um, I'm going all ice cream novelties. Okay, yeah, you respect that. Number three, um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> the drumstick. Hell That's yeah. That's fucking good Hell shit. Yeah. You get me a box of eight, I'm eating all eight of them <laughs> the at variety once. Variety pack? Because I'm going to eat one, I'm be like, yeah, I'm not yeah, wanting enough. The ones with me. the caramel in the center. Oh, yeah, or chocolate or, yeah. or I mean, they're all good. They're all good, but I mean. But, um, that's number three. Number two. There's Snickers ice cream bar, Respect and then again. number one is the strawberry shortcake. This yes, okay, that, that was that was an bad. honorable mention yeah. for me. But you scoff at Mardi Gras king cake, and then you put the Snickers ice cream bar. The Twix is better. What? Come on, I agree with that the as Twix well. Is but better. the Snickers ice cream bar is good too. Yeah, but Twix is better. I'm Blue Bell Mardi Gras king cake. I've never cream. had it. Yeah, go try it. Mm. We're about to hit Mardi Gras season in a couple months. Not excited for that. Yeah, okay. Um, go go ahead. Three to one. Okay, number three. Drumsticks, especially what you think we planned this shit? No, I didn't. That means that they're well. That means that they're fucking good. Yeah, I think y'all called each other and said, "Hey, let's get the same number three. <laughs> number two kind of goes on with your half baked, but it's a little bit more specific. The brownie and cookie dough Sonic Blast, fire. They don't double them up. Yes, they do. You add them. Oh my god. Look at me. You don't think I've added a couple of things in my fucking Sonic Blast? You add Dude, that was for the fast food uh, one. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I thought you said anything ice cream. You're crossing categories. Anything ice cream. That's a fast food menu uh, item. uh, Or a fast food. What, Justin? (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? Uh, Okay, I respect that. All right, give us your one. This dude fucking says novelties. You don't like, even know how am I going to get? How am I going to post a picture of a goddamn Sonic milkshake and specify that it's cookie dough and Oreo or whatever? And why would you, you say, say anything Brownie. ice cream? Just go ahead with number one. Yeah, God bless. Number one, the best flavor of bluebell there is: chocolate chip cookie dough, classic. You've got two cookie dough fucking ice creams. <laughs> so <laughs> you got cookie dough milkshake, and then number one is cookie dough ice cream, brownie, and cookie dough. Yeah, Sonic just because you add a bunch of fucking sausage. <laughs> what? <laughs> what did I say, McGriddle? Yeah, what is sausage, <laughs> McGriddle? What is what is that? That's what a horrible about? list. It's That's not a horrible, horrible list. And I love cookie dough. Don't get me wrong. Bluebell love... specifically, Bluebell chocolate pick chip cookie one, dough, dude. It you... is good. You pick one though. It is good, but it's but not the best. Say. But he's also got cookie dough milkshake and then right, cookie Justin, dough ice cream. Brownie and cookie dough. That's that's horrible. That's the worst. What's list. your number three? A sausage McFlurry. <laughs> sausage McFlurry. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking freak. It probably. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is a McDonald's McFlurry. Let's just be honest. Well, he said he had a fast food. Yeah, let's place. just be honest. Go ahead. Number three. Oreo McFlurry. If ben it's and a Jerry's half baked. Okay. Number okay. two. If number one's a fucking McFlurry, dude. Go ahead. <laughs> number two. 
He's shaking. <laughs> McDonald's. Hot fudge Sunday. Hot fudge Sunday. Oh, you don't even pick too. the best thing on the menu. Dude, the hot fudge Sundays are underrated. Oh that. God. Number one, Twix ice cream bar. Okay, respectable. Yeah, they are good. They are good. But I got some honorable mentions. How do you how do you get a fucking ice cream from McDonald's and not get a McFlurry? No, definitely. <laughs> what are we definitely. talking about, dude? Definitely. Okay, I and you you probably if... love a McFlurry. No, dude, they're overrated. No, they're not. No, they're not. Yes. The Oreo okay, but if we're talking, if we're talking milkshake from a fast food place, Chick Fil A's Oreo milkshake is the best. Yeah, yeah. With this shit. it is. I've been wanting to try that peach milkshake. I'm not a huge fan of peach, but it's probably good. The Bluebell came out with a peach, peachy peach. It wasn't peach bad, peach. but. <laughs> Do y'all have any honorable mentions? Um, I like the strawberry shortcake one. Definitely, I used to always get that. Um, what would you do? Come on now, Klondike bars are a staple. Yeah, if you fucking plain. The most bitch. overrated is um the Choco Taco. Yeah, I agree. It fucking sucks bad. It. Well, people made this whole exactly <laughs> like I've had a couple in my life. Like, they all sucked. well, they said they're they're doing away with them. Yeah, and then good. people like no, but people went into an uproar and yeah. they brought it back. Whatever. I got another honorable mention. Go ahead. Two more. Bluebell Dutch chocolate. You're the most Incredible. clean person ever, dude. And there's nothing wrong with... Simplicity sometimes is one of the most beautiful things in the world. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Okay. Jesus Christ, one, Joel Austin. Another, <laughs> another simple one. Ice cream sandwich. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you, if you want to like no. settle for like... What? Yeah. Instead of just the vanilla, you get... Vanilla, no, 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 no. chocolate, and strawberry. See, you're yeah. like, you had the childhood where it was like, God, I really want some ice cream. Like... I guess I'll eat that, but hey, that'll no, get the job. Done, I, was, I wish if, we had something. No, else. I was if the ice cream ice cream truck is coming by, I'm not getting the fucking SpongeBob's and this and that. I'm getting the damn ice cream sandwich because that's the, the best thing. Yeah, the, the cookie. How do you yeah get that. the cookie sandwich? Ice cream sandwich is good too. The cookie sandwich is way better. You're getting two chocolate chip cookies and ice cream instead of this bullshit fucking thin layer of fake chocolate. No, no, bread. no, no, no. It's not bullshit. <laughs> Don't disrespect the ice All cream right. sandwich like that. Um, my favorite blue bell is uh, the cookies and milk. Oh, I forgot about that. That, that shit is one so good. Is fucking badass. That shit is fucking. I'm putting that it. over king cake. I'm putting that over king cake. I forgot about that. King cake's really good. Because you're thinking about how king cake. That cookies and it. milk is so fucking yeah, good because it it's not just regular vanilla. Yeah, it's, it's something special. Baked in there. cookies. <laughs> baked chocolate instead of cookie dough, it's baked yes. chocolate chip cookies. Oh yes, yes, yes. That shit is fire as shit. That is really good. A hundred percent. Way better than. Oh, just let me get Dutch chocolate. You walk in there. You See, got that's the problem is you shit on other people's. I don't shit on other people's. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't shit on everybody else's. You have better picks. What do you mean? I These are good picks. Milk chocolate's better than Dutch chocolate. No, I really like the Dutch chocolate. But you walk in there. I like the Great Divide, and I'll mix up the vanilla and uh, <laughs> chocolate, and I'll just fucking make it a little bit creamy. <laughs> you make that <laughs> <laughs> if my, your mom walks in here and then just fucking mad at the Making ice cream. Making a malt. Yeah. Um, yeah, you walk in there, there's 85 flavors to choose from, all this good shit, and you're like, let's get chocolate. Like, oh, Bluebell. Bluebell. Blue Bluebell <laughs> Blue Bell chocolate chip cookie dough. Yes, I'm picking it. Uh, there's no doubt about it. Cookies and milk is so good. Yeah. But I need I've, to try that one. What's, uh, yes. what's y'all's favorite flavor of king cakes? I like cream cheese. Me too. A lot of people don't like cream cheese. It's just the original, no filling, nothing. It's yeah, just original. Boring. That's yeah. what I like. That's what I like. Yeah, but y'all are weird <laughs> like that. 
Yeah. Which, dude, those are the best things. There's, there's, uh, the original. There's a Bananas Foster King Cake. Fire. You love Bananas Foster. I got to stay away from King Cake. Because that's another thing. I'll have a slice, but it never ends at just one <laughs> Oh, slice. I could eat an entire thing. <laughs> yeah, before you know it. But then they have this one where it was like, it's like an Oreo cream cheese filling. Fire. I understand, like, y'all try to, oh, or the traditional, like, it's yeah, got to be a regular king cake. King cake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I really like king cake a lot. <laughs> king cake's very good. Um, and then dibs. I mean, we could throw them in an honorable mention when they're right. Yeah, if they're fucking. But the crunch bar is good, too. The crunch bar. Ice cream? It's the same thing, but it's just a bar. I mean, just a, that'd be another one. Candy bars is a good is a, yeah. Because you said candy. And yeah, we, I would go with candy bars like chocolate bars. Yeah, chocolate bars is I think a good topic. That might have to be one coming up. Um, but yeah, it's just a crunch. It's just like the dibs, but it's a bar with a stick in it. Hmm. Oh, just oh, one oh big yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. It's an ice cream bar with yeah, the, with the stick. It's not like bar. a Twix bar yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, no, those are fucking awesome too. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I. I the the McDonald's Sunday, dude. I mean, I feel like that though. Yeah, and then they're good. That's cho- yeah, they're good. No ice cream's not good. But right. we're talking top three of know, all time. But it's everybody's respective top three. So I'm okay with that being his top three. Yeah, because you're like want to do yoga and shit and try to fucking <laughs> figure out everything. <laughs> what you want to solve problem? I'm okay with that. <laughs> if that's yours, then okay. No. No, there's way better options. Oh, world peace, brother. Yeah, and your fucking O's on cereal. Way better options. Ah, uh-uh. so, don't fucking disrespect yeah. O's. All right, episode 124, Big Easy Bets is in the books. Uh, do y'all have anything to say before we go? Peace be with you, and also with you, and also with you. He's really been running by the church a lot lately. Yep, yep. It Adios, didn't pay, amigos. It didn't pay off last week, so you need to make an extra laugh. Well, it did in the NFL, but we all, we got to pick it the fuck up in college. You don't, you I'm hoping, dude, but <laughs> there'll be better weeks. We got to pick it up right now. I know. I'm saying I'm hoping, but believe me, there'll be better weeks. Okay. You got anything to say before we go? Adios. Nope. Good luck. All right. Huge Saints game this week. We can take a chokehold over the division, getting three points at home. We snapped Tom Brady's leg like a twig this week. All right. Y'all have a good one. Who dat? The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. practicing this a little bit that I rushed it felt like I rushed it was good I liked it